you know it's, you know it's going to be a good show miles when i screw up the first word that i try to say dude i say if there are going to be screw-ups yeah just get them out of the way now let me do one now okay <laughs> that's it did a molten coffee right, that's how my, and i actually I just got that on my system. having a hard time keeping it in the cup because Dude, the amount of times I've been playing PSVR 2 uh, games and not being able to speak, yeah. like, just words don't come out because I'm so amazed by everything, and I'm trying to communicate to other people, uh-huh. and I'm just going, it's just like, yeah, can't speak this week. Joshua Davis in the chat says, did anybody else's feet and lower back kill? My feet kill because I'm <laughs> because I'm not used to standing. I usually just sit at my computer all day, but for the last two days, I've just been standing nonstop playing Horizon and everything else. Um, yeah. <laughs> Stuff. My neck hurts. A lot of games where I'm having to, like Demio I've been playing a lot and uh, ah. I have to keep looking down. And uh, oh, dude, Demio is a game that I just keep thinking I want to jump back into it. So, nice. Good times. Good times. So I think we might have a few games to talk about today. We got a bit of today. We sound like The Sims. Okay. Sims VR coming soon. Let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> People ask for a tornado cam. I'm giving them what they want, man. She's asleep over there in the racing rig. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Two Wise Friday, right here on Without Parole. Uh, my name is Brian Powell from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here, uh, all the way on the other side of the pond, Miles Dyer from YouTube.com slash Miles. How are you, Brian? How are you? How are you, Gamecats? How are we doing? I had to pause there because I thought our words are about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> like, I'm now just, are we going to be able to speak? No, Has, nothing is guaranteed you, at this point, Miles. Nothing's guaranteed. No, nothing is guaranteed, except that we now have PSVR 2. And the last few days, I, I have lost concept of time. Um, I mean, look, uh, I can't remember when it was. Was it after Wednesday's show? Uh, yeah, we said, oh going to play some gt7 you know just for an hour or so i took the headset off it was like five in the morning mm-hmm. uh and i'm like i remember i remember these vr days where there are just games where you get lost in and you're like i don't want to leave except there are tens of them um and so i'm really really excited for this show it's great to be with everyone i am too and if you don't like listening to us with video that was a weird way to say watching us <laughs> Uh, especially if we can't speak properly yeah have you i I gotta i gotta thank geisen right here man because once upon a time geisen recommended coffee concentrate to me and now i'm hooked man coffee concentrate like i needed more caffeine in my system oh my goodness um if you don't like watching this show live or looking at our adorable faces during the show don't forget you can always go to podcast services of your choice like spotify uh, to listen to this thing in podcast mp3 who the fuck knows how we upload this thing format. Thanks to our good friend, Jamie Yao. And if you happen to be watching this thing after the fact, or you don't like watching live because, man, we go on a long time, don't worry. We put timestamps in this thing after the show's over. Actually, we don't. Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry does because he's awesome. I think that's enough uh, Enough of that. It's a good introduction, don't you think? 
Love it. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I'm not done with the introductions yet, Miles. Make sure everybody heads over to Discord. Oh. Uh, click the link in the description below and join the best PSVR2 community on the face of the planet. Uh, I, I have I have a feeling it's going to be one of the only ones at some point. <laughs> but, you know, four years in, we're still going to be covering it when everyone else has moved on to something else. I just feel it in my bones, man. Um, and also, while you're there, make sure you click Miles' channel link, youtube.com slash Miles, and subscribe to him. As well, what do what you know? What what's going on over on your channel this week? I have a feeling it's something this awesome. This week, yeah. Um, tomorrow, Game Cats, it's finally happening. Um, it's actually scheduled. So if you head over to youtube.com forward slash miles now, you'll see it there in the live section. You can click set a reminder. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be midday Pacific, uh, three p.m. Eastern, eight o'clock. Um, UK time. <laughs> Can't even get my own time right. <laughs> Resident Evil Village. I'm playing it from the beginning. I have never played it before. Um, and it's going to be in VR. And I've used it before. And if I can get it working again, I'm going to have my heart monitor on. And you'll see it on screen. So as I'm playing, you'll get to see my heart rate. And wow. see it go down as I die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel of, I feel like you're going to be relieved to die in that game, right? You're going to be like, oh, thank God I get to breathe for a minute. For me, it's about just keeping calm. Just keep moving forward. Don't stare into big, dark, open spaces and just think about what could be there. Just move forward. Because if it's there, it's going to jump out. That's the plan. But it's easy saying it now. I know when I'm in there. And I know how I felt playing Resident Evil 7, spending, what was it, eight, nine minutes in a laundry room, kept running up to the door and pushing it and stepping away and, like, trying to look what's out there. Um, My goodness, with the fidelity. I mean, I haven't experienced RE8 now and, uh, yeah, in VR. So, um, yeah, tune in for that. But also this week uh, on Wednesday's show, it was obviously the launch of PSVR. So um, it was just a great celebration also to a lot of my non-gaming friends. Uh, and I had Leon from um, uh, Better Than Life Studios, um, who worked on um, Kayak VR Mirage. Had about a 30, 40 minute chat. There were a lot of game cats asking questions. Um, I'm actually going to trim it, cut it out, and then do it as a separate video because it was a really cool conversation. Asked a lot about their future plans around multiplayer. And, you know, why make a game that was about kayaks you know what's that thought process and just really humble guy just they're so incredibly grateful for the support and you know when it comes to games especially during the launch window you know it really means a lot to just support people not only by buying their games but you know drop them a line on twitter let them know what you think the good and the bad because if there are things that you've noticed that are perhaps wrong i've spoken with synth riders devs and uh demio uh devs because of um some issues there have been They've been like really grateful for it. So um, yeah, just engage with them because for a lot of them, it's been quite a scary time because the launch window is very competitive. There's a lot of noise and um, you know, I'm sure there's been a long build up to these releases. So um, yeah, uh, it's been good. Excellent. Can't wait to watch you shit your pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, I, I'm also going to be doing something similar. I, I So I decided pe- we were talking in discord about how I'm going to handle Resident Evil Village because uh, it's difficult, man. It's like because uh, one of the things that didn't I've always regretted was not streaming Resident Evil 7 on the channel my first time through because there were so, there's so many moments where like my heart was racing. It's like I can't go through this door. I don't think I can go through this door. I don't think I, I don't think I can do this. I'm not brave enough. And uh, and, 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 and and people seem to love making fun of me. 
for uh, for for my cowardness, and uh, and so I was always like kind of sad that we didn't have that footage uh, of of my first time through. So I'm, but but at the same time, if you play a game and you're interacting with the chat the whole time, not as scary, right? You lose something. You're like you're not you you your whole mind, your whole heart isn't in the game while you're doing it. Uh, and so what what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to stream the game, maybe from start to finish, or at least the first few hours chat off you guys can chat amongst yourselves and watch me freak the fuck out uh, but i'm not going to be able to hear you because i think that's the only fair way for me to get the full experience that i've been waiting for for years that's a really good point actually i'm thinking about that because having done some streams this week with the earpiece it's just a wall of you know chat and i know when i tuned into you you were playing resident evil 8 so i didn't stay for long i didn't want to spoil it yeah but people were still talking about Gran Turismo 7 to you, and I think you were quite far into <laughs> RE8 because there was just so much to get through. Um, I just don't think I'm going to be able to do it without some voices in my head, but then maybe maybe I need to do that. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you'll figure it out, man. Either, either way, it'll be fun. That's the important part. As long as I, it's fun. To be honest, if I do it, even with the chat, I'll, I'll be proud of myself if I, if I manage to do a good solid hour or two in it. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like I'm, I'm re- I am genuinely really up for it, and I know I'm going to enjoy it. But I am genuinely super anxious just thinking about it. But um, yeah, cool. All right, man. We got a lot of tips and a lot of cool comments from the chat. Uh, so I'm going to tackle those in a minute. But I do want to point out that we had a giveaway going on. Uh, thanks to our good friend Josh Cat, uh, who's a amazing physical psvr collector dude and uh throughout his collecting he came up with a a bunch of games uh duplicates games that he didn't need in his collection anymore uh and so he did a he did a massive giveaway um and so uh we have we have the winners now here's the thing excuse me uh if if you've if you're a winner and you are here in the chat right now make sure you at josh cat right so that, so that he can get in touch with you. Uh, if you're watching this later, just uh, I'm going to pin a comment and respond to it. Uh, make it easy for Josh to find you, okay? Uh, and we're going to know, we're going to know if it's not if it's not you, right? If you're trying to steal something from a winner, we're going to know it's not you, and then you'll never be seen again because we don't tolerate we don't tolerate that kind of shit around here. Okay, um, without that out of the way, I'm dude, I'm so caffeinated. Uh, here are the winners of josh's giveaway he said i picked the winners over 200 people entered uh he picked the winners wow. using a randomizer app and the following people won uh accounting plus chris c-r-i-s congratulations chris uh tetris connected old darth congratulations old darth polybius metal game cat solid fritos I like that you. I'm not doing proper claps, or it just it would just get annoying otherwise. Yeah. Um, also, I'm, I'm tornado's like right here off camera. I'm like she's just trying to keep her off here. Here, here. Do you want that? You want that? You want that? Go, go get it. Go get it. Um, uh, Swordsman, which I still don't have my copy of. Josh Marrow, congratulations, Josh Marrow. No Man's Sky, Mister Crovenland. No Man's Sky, Mister Crovenland. Craziness. Congratulations. Get some clap emojis in the chat. All right. That's good. I like that. Uh, Moss. Abdullah K. Iron Man. Flame Hat the Game Cat. Prison Boss. Wild Hour the Game Cat. 
All right, and that's all of them. So please respond to the live chat with a way for him to contact you. Uh, and then, of course, uh, because and if you're on Discord, please share your Discord name because that that is the easiest way to get in touch with any of us, really. Um, so congratulations to all the winners. Uh, he plans on shipping out tomorrow, if possible. So make sure you get in touch with him asap. Uh, all right, man. Well, this is this is crazy. Let's 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 do our best to uh, tackle these tips, and then we're going to get on with our show. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm just copying and pasting the last few in here so I don't lose them. All right, first tip comes to us from Professor Lilith with the five dollar tip. Says this week's Sunday multiplayer at two p.m. Eastern is Zenith. Zenith, it's a cross-gen cross and cross-platform, requires the move or sense controllers, fly, fight, craft, and cook. Thank you so much, Professor Lilith, for organizing these Sunday multiplayer meetups. It's awesome that we've got a PSVR 2 game on the very first uh, PSVR 2 week uh, of launch uh, for the Sunday meetup that, that people can enjoy even if they don't have a PSVR 2. Have you, have you jumped into Zenith yet, Miles? Yeah, I did uh, for about 10, 15 minutes. And um, I hate to say this, like, I love Zenith. I put in, like, 60 hours into it, platinumed it. I'm waiting for that feeling of wanting to, like, spend a lot of time in it. Like, I, d I don't know. I feel like I've just completed the game. And, and I'll definitely come up, turn up for the uh, for the meetup because the social aspects of it I really like. I want to get my cooking back on. Just try the cooking with all the uh, haptics and see what that feels like. Um, but yeah, whether it's going to be a game that I end up doing a lot of the, the long-term quests and stuff, um, I'm not sure. How about you? Uh, I jumped in just to check out the update to see like what it looked like. Um, and I played for 15 minutes, literally. Uh, now yeah. I haven't spent as much time in Zenith. Like I played enough to review it and, uh, but that, but I still have a ways to go before I, you know, max out my level. And so I'm, I'm interested in getting back in. Sadly, it's not optimized for PSVR 2 yet. Like this, this trailer looks amazing. Uh, and when you jump in, you're like, oh, wow, look at all the extra blades of grass and look at the shadows and like the game looks a lot better, but then you move and it stutters quite a bit. And I'm like, I was just really surprised that wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't fully optimized. Uh, so hopefully, I mean, these guys are always putting work into their games, um, yeah. and updating them constantly. So hopefully we'll see a, a, a nice, uh, proper patch for the PSVR two version so that it runs super silky smooth. That's the hope. Um and when I heard this was the game for the first Sunday, my initial gut reaction was, "Oh, I thought, you know, maybe having a like a like a just a PSVR two like multiplayer game." But then having a cross-platform one, I was like, "No, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect." With some people still haven't got their headsets yet, I think this is a wonderful way to kick off the PSVR two era with a, a multiplayer game that doesn't exclude anyone. Um, so okay. yeah, this is amazing. Great work. Uh and again, if you uh, if, if you've never joined us for a Sunday Sunday multiplayer meetup, uh, we do definitely organize all those things over on Discord. Professor Lilith heads that up, uh, makes all the decisions, uh, and of course they do a community vote every week to figure out which game they're playing. Uh, it's 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 really just a great way to hang out with again one of the best communities on the face of the planet. So thank you, Professor Lilith. You are fucking awesome. Uh, Jamie Yao's out there uh, gifting memberships. Uh, Jamie Yao fucking killing it out there. He was he was pushing us, Miles. He was pushing us so hard. He's like, he, can you can you enable memberships? Can you enable memberships? And like, finally, I was just like, okay, I enabled them, but I don't really have like memberships set up. Like, I don't have rewards and anything like that. So right now, all you get is like a a, a, a PSVR without parole uh, logo emoji next to your name. 
uh, and that's all you're getting right now. But I promise, like, I'm going to figure out the Patreon stuff. I'm going to figure out the, the membership stuff. So just thank you, everybody, for the time being supporting the channel with no expectations of anything. Uh, it's really, I mean, it's, it, it, it really means a lot. Thank you. Um, Emily Baxter, hashtag the cartoon in which game came with a $2 tip says tip provided by Zenith. And then with a vomiting emoji weekend now <laughs> official. Oh my God. Absolutely ridiculous. Emily, uh, <laughs> Malloy, uh, with a, uh, three Australian dollar tips is my surprise favorite so far. Synth riders. So groovy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know we're going to talk a bit about it a bit later, but Synth Riders, I was blown away by. Synth Riders is one of those games that I feel with um, Kayak VR, um, when there's multiplayer, that's a game that I know I'll keep coming back to for the long term. Like Synth Riders, I played it a lot when it first came out, but I was like, I need there to be a multiplayer. I need there to be a, a social aspect. Um, multiplayer, there are 19 spaces to stand on. So I was like, is it 19 player multiplayer? I got confirmation it's 10 player, but the other nine pieces are just so that you can move between each other. Um, there's a few issues with Synth Riders multiplayer. I've spoken with the devs and it is going to get patched. One of them is that um, <laughs> one of the, because um, there are attacks and boosters in the multiplayer, like the Mario Kart thing we keep talking about, mm -hmm. that if you collect them, you can send them at the people that are beating you. Well, there's one that's called Warp and it basically makes you go really fast and if you don't have um, no fail on the multiplier, you will instantly fail. Uh, <laughs> and they've just said that it's not meant to be in there because you can't even turn it off, um, which is really, really annoying. Um, so, yeah, if you're going to play multiplayer for the moment, just make sure you have the no fail multi uh, modifier on. To be honest, you should be doing it anyway because there's nothing worse than if someone makes a mistake that then they've got to wait for it to finish. Like, just play and then see who gets the best score. The prob And that's problem number two. When you get to the end of the multiplayer uh, level, I love that you were you like, get... "I know we're going to talk about this soon, so I'm just going to say this real I'm, quick." Well, and then, like five minutes a, later, sorry. I'm like, "I don't think right. we're going to talk about this later. This is this is this is yeah. all we're going to talk well, about this now." The, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'll tell the magic bit in a minute then. Um, but um, <laughs> the uh, when you get to the end of your level, it gives you like all the names of the players and where their scores are. The scores don't even appear, so you have no idea who's won unless they tell you. But are you really going to trust someone if, if they've beaten you or not? Um, they said that's also going to get fixed. So, um, yeah, it's a shame that. But um, I know this weekend they're doing some multiplayer meetups as well. Um, but, yeah, the, the magic for Synth Riders is um, the tracking. And it's why I'm excited also for Beat Saber. When you were using the move controllers with light tracking and you're not getting those perfect hits... You're always asking yourself, is it because I didn't get the perfect hit or is it because the tracking just went a bit off to the side and things like that? Mm -hmm. In Synth Riders, it's so buttery smooth. The feeling of the rails with the haptics. Oh, my God. Like, had the biggest smile on my face. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving nice. it. I don't know how we're going to get through this next tip without another five minute rant from Miles, but we're going to try anyway. Man, bear, big, man, bear, pig, game, cat, ran with a $2 tip says, I love my PSVR too. Zombie land is so addicting. I love it. I've heard things. Excellent. Stike Gamer, the VRAF game cat with a 10 euro says, after sitting at the window, waiting for the delivery and binging fringe for three days, I got it delivered today. It's an amazing it is amazing, and the negatives are blown out of proportion. I am definitely happy with it. Uh, yeah, dude, I mean, like, 
I I don't know if anybody expected PSVR two to be perfect. You know, expected it to be uh, on on par with like a two thousand dollar headset. Uh, there are certainly negatives, but man, what a fucking upgrade! And certainly the best headset I've ever used. Uh, so congratulations, and also you fucking binged Fringe, man. That's the way to fucking pass the time. Wow. Fringe is one of my favorite shows of all time. You ever watched Fringe, Miles? Uh, I think I watched like the opening of it, yeah. which is like, doesn't it start off with the aircraft? Mm-hmm. There's a scene on an aircraft. Yep. I, I think that's all I watched. I never actually watched the full episode. And I was always told about it because it was J.J. Abrams, wasn't it? Yeah. After Lost. Um, it's like kind of like an X-Files style show. Yeah, like I when J.J. Right Abrams that? was still good, yeah. Bless. Um, yeah, no, I um, yeah, I, I it was one I always wanted to go to. Where, where do you watch it at the moment? Is it on Netflix or is it Amazon or? That's a great question. I think that. Uh, tell me in the chat. Yeah, I, I can tell you. Uh, I can't. Does it? Is it? Is it? Would you say it's dated now? Or no, is it still still holds up. No, it's okay. it holds up. It holds up great. It's one of my favorite shows of all time, and I and I just actually binged it recently. Uh, binged the first season recently. I, I haven't I haven't finished the rest of it uh, in quite a while. Um, Right. It's one of those rare things where they got through four seasons. It was about to get canceled, and then uh, and then all the writers were like, "Come on, come on, we have a story. Like, l- let us finish this." And Fox was like, "You have a half a season. We'll give you half a season to wrap shit up." And so, it actually, they the last season, the last half season, is uh, is just completely different than the rest of the show. And they actually wrap up wow. the story, and it's bonkers crazy. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that this is the fringe. This is now the fringe. Fringe cast. Fringe cast. Yeah. Live. Bell Ramy of the Game Cat uh, with the two and a half euro says, Reach the scary part of Resident Evil 8 now. Jump and ship. <laughs> Wait, there's a scary part? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, I was shitting my pants in the tutorial. They're like, Go in the garage oh, and turn on no, the power. Man. And I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't want any spoilers, but I did speak to Wes and I said, Dude, if I'm doing a live stream like in the first two hours, is it quite a slow build or is there going to be scary stuff? He went, because he played six hours um, and it, uh, of uh, on the mod, and he went, "Yeah, I'd say in the opening two hours, there's a re- there's a re- really scary parts." And I was like, "Great, cheers, cheers." Yep, yep. I mean, I'm, dude, oh. I I had forgotten what it was like to be scared in VR until oh, I played no. the tutorial. What's up? I just, I'm I'm really hoping persistence, the enhanced edition comes back because I would love to see how good the dark rooms feel with the new headset because like darkness is just so much better on this headset i mean it was good on psvr but this is so, even 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 greater yeah um um daniel burnett with the australian two dollar tips says guys i'm just so happy what a time to be alive really man like i feel like we're living in the future uh it's very seldom that you get what you want out of life and here we are i mean at least for myself I got what I wanted out of life, and I'm assuming that everyone else who's still here in this community hanging out with us also got what they wanted out of life and are enjoying the fuck out of PSVR 2. Uh, Kill Artist 1, the Dreamweaver GameCat with the $5 tip says, Does anyone know if No Man's Sky is working on a fix for the PSVR 2 update? AJ said, Visually, it was like PSVR 1 in Glitchy. I want to play it. Of course they're working Interesting. on it. Right, we don't, yeah, I haven't. They, they, I have they, not talked to Sean Murray or Hello Games or anybody over there. We know that they're working on it, right? These guys are constantly improving their game, so I would have no fear that within a month or two, it'll be exactly what you want it to be. 
and this seems to be quite widely known because when I was playing uh, Demio with just some random players, one of them was talking, oh, I've just got PSVR 2. Um, and I was like, what games have you been playing? One of them was No Man's Sky. He goes, yeah, um, it doesn't feel like an upgrade. And it was, you know what I mean? Just hearing someone that's uh, just a solo gamer out there, um, he feel it, I, I hear this again and again. So um, it's a shame, but... I, I have all the belief that Hello Games will be working on it. I mean, look, they've got a good track record of constantly innovating. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I'm, I have I have no qualms with them about it. Yeah, agreed. Jim Perona with the uh, yeah that when I did that it didn't the screen went away uh, with the five dollar tip says PSVR two'd. Oh, he used that as a verb. He PSVR two'd for the oh, first nice. time an hour ago. He says kayak VR in Gran Turismo Seven, dude. First of all, dude. I mean, like, what two most two of the most realistic looking games uh, to choose for your first uh, foray? He says, absolutely fucking splendid. And to think this is just the beginning, uh, Miles. I've I've talked to so many developers and, and developers that know far more about this stuff than we do, um, and they're saying that we won't see the true potential of PSVR two until twenty twenty five ish, maybe twenty twenty six. So yeah, if you if you think that this is the best it's going to get, it's not. That, that and that was a big part of my conversation uh, with um, Better Than Life Studios about Kayak. I was like, if three of you have managed to make it look this good, just the three of you, it makes me think, you know, what what it means for AAA developers when they really put all their resources behind going for realism. You know, um, yeah, th- this this is the the opening. And so when it's conversations around with people that saying, oh, it hasn't got the games I want and stuff like that, that's fine. This is literally the starting pistol mm-hmm. of a new generation of VR. This is, and, and oftentimes, you know, the, the launch lineups are usually seen as quite underwhelming of like, oh, it's, it's, it's all right. It's down the middle. The excellent games are yet to come. I've had a really good time with this launch lineup. And I, you know, there's talks about, you know, is a showcase going to be coming from Sony? And I think there is. And I think there's going to be some big VR surprises in there. Agreed. Trip away. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Dead Ringer, the game cat with the two dollar tip says, "Long time listener, first time caller. Hi, lol." Yeah, Dead Ringer's got uh, some kick ass kids who uh, are amazing at Fortnite. Uh, Fabio, Fabio with the twenty euros. Oh, hey, listen, this Always is a, this is a call in show, Miles. We we are uh, we, we've got we're, we're going to ha- uh, try to help somebody with their problem. Sirens on my end. Uh, Fabio times two says, "Need help, please? I'm having pressure points on my nose." In neck. Also, tracking seems pretty bad at times, holding guns in Pavlov, and also somehow Resident Evil 8 graphics aren't as good as expected. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so... Oh, what, you got... Tracking I can deal with. Okay. I was, I was going to say, if you want to you start with the pressure points first on that, I don't know, but I've got a tracking fix. Well, but... I, I'm, I'm confused about the pressure points because uh, at first when he said nose, I was like, oh, p- some people wear the headset incorrectly like it's if, if the lenses are touching your nose if it's pinching your nose or touching your nose or resting on your nose that's not you're not doing it right right like that's because that's what i did when i pulled it out of the box and i boom, just did the psvr one thing that immediately i was like oh why does this feel awful <laughs> right it's a it looks exactly the same as the psvr one but when you put it on it's it's slightly different it's just slightly different enough where you're like okay i'm gonna have to get used to this uh, and it took me a little while to position it to a point where I was like, oh, okay, this is where it's comfortable. The lenses are hovering above my nose. Uh, and then you just slide the visor in. You're good to go. I don't know what the neck thing is. I don't know what if I'm having pressure points on my neck. 
It re- I mean, it reminds me a bit of, and this is going to sound like a weird comparison, when I first went skiing when I was a little kid, when you first go skiing for the first time and you get your ski boots, you tight, you make them super tight mm-hmm. so this is fixed to my legs. And then as you sort of become a, an intermediate skier, you realise actually the boots don't need to be that tight. You kind of loosen it up a bit, you get a bit more wriggle room because you're in more control in what you're dealing with. I feel that when you first get a VR headset and you get that sweet spot, you're like, I don't want this going anywhere. You crank it up as tight as you can out the back so it's fused to your head. And when you're wearing it for hours at a time, it might might cause pressure points. So, you know, even just loosening up just a slightly bit more than you normally would, that could be it. But other pressure points, I mean, as I've mentioned already, when I play Demio, I'm always looking down. Um, so that sort of hurts my neck a bit in terms of having to look down all the time. Um, so yeah, I don't really know, but the tracking issue yeah. stuff, this might not, this might be something you've already done. I had tracking issues with Demio with the headset. It was always going a bit weird. There is a setting. So if you go to the PlayStation settings, easiest way to do it is if you bring up the PlayStation button, you've got that, um, PlayStation VR card. So good. It has all the like adjusting the eye tracking and all that sort of stuff there. And then you can click for more options, it takes you to the page. And if you scroll all the way down, there's a little tracking toggle and it says something like if you're having issues with tracking or like with the TV, just toggle this. And I did it. Yeah. It fixed the Demio stuff. Something weird happens on My- the social screen, right? It gives you this giant border on your, on your yeah. social screen. But I, so I'm confused as to what it's doing, but I'm glad it works. Right. And and that's my question as well is, right, this is fixed Demio. So what is it actually doing like? Because if it, if it doesn't change the quality, then why is that not the default? Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, what's it actually doing to the game? Is it slightly less quality now as a result? Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, so also, I'd be curious. But these are all going to get changed with hard, hard um, firmware updates, yeah. now, aren't they, from Sony over the next weeks? Yeah, Right. I'm sure shit's going to get better. But, uh, but I think it's really... Um, I think it's important to note that, like, I, I kept saying I tried to break my tracking, like, on, on, I think it was Wednesday's show. I was like, I kept trying to break my tracking, uh, and I couldn't, right? I kept looking away and doing things over here out of my vision, thinking that the cameras couldn't see it, like, way down here. And I couldn't break the tracking. Everything was working flawlessly. And then today, I was playing without my studio lights on, like, just kind of, like, in dim light. And I think once or twice in my four-hour play session... I raised my hand and it wasn't there. And then it, boom, boom, and it was there. And I was like, oh, oh, wow. Oh, look, I, the tracking didn't work. Like for the first time in like, you know, since I started playing PSVR 2, I had a, I had a very slight tracking issue. And, I, and I, so I was like, oh, I wonder. And after it happened twice, I turned my studio lights back on and it was flawless again. So it could very well be part of, um, you know, the, the, your lighting situation. Uh, also, like tracking thrives on on a messy room junk like you know stuff around the exterior uh where the more stuff there is in your room if you have a plain fucking room with nothing in it or high high vaulted ceilings it's harder for things to track um so just keep that in mind there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why this could be happening and as far as the uh he says uh uh, the resident evil 8 graphics aren't as good as he expected um I'm putting together a video, like just kind of a tips video to kind of get the best image quality out of PSVR 2, a, a bunch of things that you should try. We're going on a long time about this right now, so like just keep an eye out. I'm going to do, do my best to have that on the channel tomorrow, um, at the very least Sunday. So um, so, so keep an eye on the channel. I'm going to try to be helping people as much as possible uh, as, as we get through this. 
Uh, Wally is now a GameCat, specifically White Tiger, with the Canadian $5 tip, says, I always had comfort issues. Lens fog, nausea, sweating on PSVR 1. On PSVR 2, it's as if I'm not wearing a headset at all. P.S. Light Brigade is fun. Can't wait to play that. Oh, I'm, I really like Light Brigade. Really good stuff. Hidden gem. Make sure you don't miss it. Um, Man, I, gotta, I, I was missing some tips here as we were talking. Uh, so I just want to make sure that we get caught up here real quick and not miss anybody. I think in just a second we'll be good. You got cold yogurt with $10 tips as I bought 10 PSVR 2 games like I bought this $10 super chat. <laughs> Thank you. You got cold <laughs> yogurt. I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the help. Um, you guys are paying for pizza tonight. Uh, we also got Matster Game Catster with the $10 tips says, hello cats. Anyone else's RSU button not working? Cannot play most games without it. Huh. This has been quite a big problem, supposedly. There's like, it's, uh, you know, um, there was questions around um, one of the uh, dual sense joysticks getting drift, and it was a story that went away very quickly because, you know, on Twitter and social media, one person can mention an issue, and it becomes a news story. But actually, how reflective is it of the the overall population? You know, millions of units sold. This is something that seems to be quite, when I say quite common. It's good. It's it's not it's not like a one off. Like there are a few people that seem to be uh, dealing with this. Um, my suggestion would be to try and do a reset. Um, I don't know if that's going to be even possible. Like I don't know if you've been if you've been able to like connect it to your console. Is there a way of forgetting devices completely? Because you know when you first do it, you have to have it like a USB C connected to the console so it knows. Oh, it's this comp- you know connected to this console. And then every time you turn it on in the future, you don't have to keep doing that because it remembers it. There must be a setting where you can completely turn it off, but um, that that could be a solution. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's kind of concerning. Uh, Patrick with the five dollar tip says tracking border gives headset cameras something extra that's fixed to latch onto. The game moving can cause issues. It's funny because I play PSVR two with the with the TV off, so I guess that I guess that wouldn't Same. help me. Well, that's the thing is, so so what they're saying is that border's added to the TV social screen. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're saying? I thought they meant like when you're in cinema mode in VR. So so I don't know why it's improving Demio because I've got my TV off the whole time. So, yeah, um, it's magic. Red Rover, the effing game cat with the $5 tip says, Zombieland or Saints and Sinners? Must kill zombies. What's your choice if forced to choose? I think I know the answer, but I'm curious for your input. Well, I mean, if you need one right away, you're kind of uh, SOL on Saints and Sinners. It's ne- next month, I believe, Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 will be coming to PSVR 2. Uh, oh, so too many Land, games. Zombieland or Pavlov uh, is kind of like your only answer right now, I think, because Pavlov's got zombie mode, doesn't it, Miles? Yeah, and it's really good because you just keep shooting and you're like, why won't they die? <laughs> um, it's really good fun. And we'll get we'll get to Pavlov. It's, it's great. Okay, we'll get to Pavlov. Pavlov? Hold on. Paradise Decay with the two quid says, pinch me. I must be dreaming. PSVR 2 is so good. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, it is. And you know what? It's just going to get better and better and better. The tech's going to get better. The games are going to get better. Uh, we're just going to get more of the games. Uh, and as the headline of this video says, we are drowning in games right now. And Miles, we're just going to be drowning in even more games soon. Because did you see that state of play yesterday? I was there watching it. Dude. <laughs> Dude. I mean, depending on who you are, the games either were like super exciting or really disappointed you. Um, the more I read about these games, the more excited I got about them. Uh, 
but people have already seen my reaction to this. Uh, what was your reaction to the state of play? I was, um, I think on first viewing, I was underwhelmed. Um, you know, I mentioned what my predictions were in it. And, you know, I, I thought that my predictions, yes, they were quite big hitters. But I thought there was a, quite a few reasonable ones in there, like Among Us, Rec Room, Beat Saber. Like, they're not titles that are necessarily mind-blowing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, never expected that. These are, like, things that you would assume PlayStation would want to say, yeah, these these are coming along. Um, but then, yeah, as I looked into them, as you guys were going through the blog posts and stuff, um, I think it's an interesting one, really, because it's always difficult to like bring in new IPs. Um, but I think it's even more difficult to bring in new IPs for VR because I think for VR, we're all after those, those flat screen IPs. We want to now, exp- you know, be it in VR. Like there's a different sort of appetite for games. Yeah. Um, whereas, um, you know, so when you're like, you're kind of yearning for that and it's like, and here's, here's another, uh, new VR game that's been worked on that is an IP that you've never heard of before. I think the gut reaction can feel a bit underwhelming, but just look at who's developing them. I mean, End Dreams, um, you know, really, really excited with what they're doing. And it was quite a cool, diverse range of games. So, yeah, look, I'm thinking about all the games that I've been playing the last couple of days um, that I'd never heard of, you know, never played an IP like that before, and I'm having a really good time. Um, so, yeah, I, I you know, I'm, I am excited for them, but watching the state of play at face value, especially with Resident Evil 4 not really talking about it despite doing like there was a was it an article not an official one like an interview just like a week ago saying yeah we are starting development I was like two days ago two days ago there was yeah. a tweet <laughs> it's like right right yeah i mean it, it might that tweet might have been from an article i'm not a reader who the fuck knows but uh but yeah just literally just getting the word that like psvr2 development is, is happening in it's 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 begun on on resident evil 4 it's weird to be like okay now here's some psvr2 news on a blog on a uh, state of play but that's not that's not part of it. I agree with you though, man. Like that, as far as I'm concerned, the um, Beat Saber was a strange omission. Like it didn't. That's not I a think, huge game, yeah. But it's a strange omission. And I think that is. I think they are waiting for Meta to go first with it because I think there's going to be a big update for um, the progression system and stuff. And Meta will naturally want to lead with it first and say, and it's also coming to PlayStation VR too. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, but on uh, on the Resident Evil Four trailer, yeah. Um, I was like looking at you, you and uh, Wes's um, expect, um, like, e- uh, expressions because yeah. I don't know about you, but as I was watching that trailer, all I'm thinking about is that'd be cool in VR, like the minecart bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you re- that minecart bit. I was like, yeah, that'd be. I mean, we're gonna be doing it on Switchback, but yeah, I'd like I'd like to experience that in VR. For sure. um, so yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mega Devil Bird with the five euro says from Atari twenty six hundred to Gran Turismo seven with a rig and. Uh, Res oh, VR, mind blowing. Just give me the Forest VR or Sons of the Forest SOTF. Got it. Sons, oh dude, because yeah. Sons of the Forest came out yesterday, um, so yeah. that was why I was like, there could be some mention. And, and yeah, as Wes has rightly said, they've never done an official VR port. Same with Alien Isolation, but because it is, whenever they do like those sales and they go, what are the best sellers? Forest was always there, which always surprised me. I'm like, yeah, probably got a lot of people buying it early on, but it's just constantly the game that spreads word of mouth. It'll be interesting to see if Sons of the Forest has the same impact. Um, but yeah, it's a game that just that social co-op um, in VR would just be amazing. Um, hopefully one day. Master Game Catster with a $10 tip says, on the plus side, I'm level 34 on Gran Turismo 7 with the rig. Does that mean like isn't that collection level? Is that what the le- that is your level in? Uh, are there multiple levels? Uh, 
I, I always see the 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 circle filling up and then like you advance levels. But uh, but is there only collector level? Yeah. Is that is that all there is? I don't know. I think I don't know. I could be wrong. I better start paying attention because eventually I'm going to have to review this fucker. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> Brian has no idea what the game's about. Yeah, that's most games. Uh, Agent Jack Bauer in the chat earlier said, wasn't there another showcase? It seems like it was from a smaller studio, maybe the Until You Fall studio. Well, Agent Jack Bauer, let me tell you something about what happened there. Uh, Shell Games really did a horrible job messaging uh, what the, their whole thing was about because it was, what, on launch day, PSVR 2 launch day, or the day before launch day, uh, and it seemed like it was going to be a Shell Game showcase. The thumbnail showed Among Us and uh, I Expect You to Die and, and Until You Fall, and... <laughs> And, and then and then what did they give us? Everybody was waiting and like so excited to be like, what's Shell Games going to show off? Like here, here's their here's their lineup for the next year, or here's a bunch of PSVR two upgrades, or here's something. Right? It was the um, entire the entire showcase, which it wasn't a showcase. We were just again poor messaging. Forty five seconds long. It was uh, it was basically just an announcement of I expect you to die three, and the trailer didn't even end with a PSVR two logo on it, and with like a like a, a meta logo or something else. It's like, okay, well, great. I love I Expect You to Die. I'm so happy that they're continuing the series. But, like, that was not what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's, an, it's another property that I'd love to experience, those awesome title screen intros in PSVR 2, like oh, the yeah. haptics with the environments. It'd be really great. Um, uh, Among Us, Brian, yeah. is it actually listed on the PlayStation Store for pre-order? Is it not even, like, it's no. not even acknowledged? It's not even acknowledged. No. Yeah, that was a weird one, man. Like, uh, we were supposed to get it on PSVR 1, because they even had a PSVR 1 logo at the end of the very first yes. trailer they showed. And then they quietly, Sirens on My Am, canceled the PSVR 1 version, and then said, but don't worry, it'll be there on PSVR 2 uh, when PSVR 2 gets here, implying it'll be a PSVR 2 launch title. And then they backed it off from that It would have been a great statement. launch title. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, you know, all the social games are awesome. And especially, especially since it's cheap. Yeah, you know, was it like ten yeah. bucks or something? Fifteen bucks? I don't know what it is on on Quest. I forgot. I bought it, but I forgot. Um, and so you know, you get in, play with the cats, have some fun. I don't know. It would have been great. But anyway, you have Braxbro in the chat says Shell Game screws us again. Well, it does kind of feel like that. It's kind of feel like uh, PlayStation's getting the shaft from Shell Games. But I think eventually, I I, I think PSVR two is going to get to the point, uh, and probably not very far from where we are now, where it's just going to be too big of a headset to ignore, right? Anybody who's developing a game for P for VR at all, whether it be PC VR or Quest, is going to be looking at PSVR 2 and going, Jesus, we better get our game over there. This is the hot platform at the moment. So can't wait for the first sales figures to come out, Miles. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, <clears throat> I, think, I think we're all caught up with tips. How, how uh, Talking of sales figures... What do we reckon if 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 you know it's if we're saying like two million is the the top line? What's the launch figure going to be? Is it around the million? Is it around a million and a half? Um, I mean, it's a hard one to gauge. I, I all I will say is I have been so surprised by how many, and we've spoken about this before on mm -hmm. Wednesday. How many friends of mine who, you know, are PlayStation, you know, video content creators, maybe around Fortnite and other flat screen games. They're all on board with this. And even if they're people that were, you know, gifted them by PlayStation, all their fans are now going to see it. You know, they weren't initially yeah. VR uh, content creators, but just playing it and going, and especially if they've never been VR content creators before and never experienced VR, and that is their first one. 
they're sharing the videos of their partners and parents and that going, look at this. Yeah. I think this is going to have a real rippling effect. Um, and, you know, PlayStation is fighting against the, the struggles of um, a cost of living crisis around the world. You know, um, economies are struggling. Um, but I, I think they could be, I don't know, I reckon it could be at between one and a half million and two million. I think it could be a real successful launch. Yeah, I'm going to shoot for the stars and say two million. Like, I, I do feel like there's there's energy in the air, and it's not just because of what we're doing yeah. here. You know, it's like even outside our bubble. Like, my best friend sent me a text message uh, last week, and he was like, should I get PSVR 1? And I said, no, wait for PSVR 2. And he ignored me. He got PSVR 1. And was like, this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And immediately went out and bought a PlayStation 5 and a PSVR 2. It was like, no, this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. So, like, it's just, you know, and, and he's been out of gaming for a long time. But this is but this is putting gaming back in the forefront for a lot of people. Um, you yeah. know, anyone that grew up, uh, you know, around, you know, when, when I was growing up and, and saw the Lawnmower Man and Nick Arcade. I've talked about this a thousand times and been like, being inside the game is the ultimate uh, gaming dream for people of, of my generation. And uh, and now it's now it's completely fulfilled. Sorry, yeah. on my end. I mean, I, I mean, um, I had my my parents uh, stop round uh, yesterday or the day before, and um, I was going to go back to theirs. I was it was on uh, Monday because it's uh, the Last of Us night. I always go for a dinner with them and uh, watch the Last of Us with them. And uh, it was get it was like afternoonish, and my mum was like, "Oh, I'll go back, but you're welcome to stay here." To my dad. Um, and then I can drive him over when we go over in the evening. And, uh, he did. He stayed for a few hours, played Call of the Mountain, which I mentioned before. He'd, um, never, um, he'd never, um, experienced, um, uh, you know, um, a VR game before where he had to worry about the controls and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, um, he, he's coming over tomorrow to play GT7. Like, it's just amazing. Like, and then, uh, my friend Johnny today, he had a friend come over. He says, I'm just going to quickly show him some Demio. And then, like, two hours later, he's still sending me mess- photos of his, of his mate still in it. Like, just can't believe how, and he's actually a quest player, but he's just so blown away by, um, PSVR2. So yeah, it's, it's very palpable, the energy. Uh, Vinny VP in the chat disagrees with the five rupees. Says, guys, aren't you a bit disappointed with PSVR two? Be honest, hey, Miles. Okay, let's let's put let's put the facade away. This this fucking PSVR two uh, shill facade away, and be honest. Yep. He says maybe I was overhyped, but it should have been called PSVR one point five. Too many PSVR one issues still there, dude. Like, okay, listen, listen, listen. Maybe. You weren't with us in the PSVR one generation, or maybe you weren't there long enough, or something. But like the sense controllers alone, having a grip button, analog sticks, uh, adaptive triggers—I mean, like all of the all the dual sense stuff—and then you know, and then we got rid of the breakout box, one really lightweight wire, uh, 4K visuals. I mean, like, no man. I mean, like, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry that you were a bit disappointed, but. That doesn't seem to be the sentiment amongst the rest of the community, um, but but each person's going to have their own experience. I'm sorry that you had a bad one. Yeah, Miles. Since we're having such a good time with launch, how are you handling launch? It's really difficult. Uh, it was really difficult for me because I got the headset on the, the same day as everybody else, right? And so like here I am, like PSVR two channel, and I'm like, how do I cover launch? Right. And so it's been chaotic. I'm trying to play as much stuff as possible. But then eventually I was like, dude, I got to chill. 
I got to chill and really enjoy myself the way the game cats have been asking me to chill and really enjoy myself. And so I've just been spending a lot of time playing Horizon recently. What have you been doing over there? Yeah, it's so true, man. There's the sort of two gears, isn't there? There's, you know, covering everything. So you're sort of um, abreast of it all for the community. But then there's also like, I actually want to like enjoy some of these games as a gamer because that's an important perspective to have. Like it's important to review them and, you know, like dive in and, you know, think about what feedback there is. Um, But, you know, just enjoying these worlds. Um, The one that I keep coming back to again and again is Demio. Um, It surprised me a lot, actually, because... Um, I, I do, I love Table of Tales. Um, I heard great things about Demio, but just being able to jump into games with other people, like you can literally start an adventure and then there'll be a, another hero just comes through the door and you're like, oh, hey, dude, thanks for joining. Like you, 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 you might have been in a battle and you were struggling and you're like, oh, I'm going to die. And then someone comes in as a hero and then they're like, they're going to come save the day. And there's a lot of like sharing, you know, tips and experiences um and yeah it's a game i just want to keep going back to um i I, on the on the main page there's like six stories that you can play there's like skirmish modes which i've not touched um but that's a game i definitely want us to play together soon and i don't know about you game cats but brian uh, aj wes and i have all been saying that you know maybe we should do some without parole uh live streams where the four of us you know live stream together demio and just the four of us doing it and stuff like that i think it could be some good fun uh, and try not to fall out um but the amount of characters you can choose is really great um so yeah that's been the main one really i've played quite a lot of uh townsman um i've, I've had a good time with that really? um, just because again that's a game that you've got to spend a lot of time with um because i like i like settlers growing up and things like that um zombie land um I, I didn't talk about it earlier just because i've spoken a lot about it in the week it's been it's it's just been a great one to keep jumping in and out of um, it's just quick action, gets you, you your fix of that. After the full, I've enjoyed that a lot more than I was expecting, um, just because it feels great now. Um, and then the final one I mentioned is like Pavlov. I've only, I just bought it last night. Oh, and, and GT7, but GT7 goes without saying. <laughs> GT7 what about you? definitely goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, yeah, like I said, uh, you know, I, I was going crazy launch day, day two, whatever, just trying to play as much stuff as I possibly could, uh, just to have some knowledge and things to talk about on the show or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and I love it, man. I, I, I've been having such a good time and I'm actually blown away by how much some of these PSVR one remasters, uh, how much they're actually improved. I was expecting to be like, okay, they're clearer now. The blur is gone. Uh, but, but it's so much more than that, man. Like there's some of these developers put a lot of love into some of these remasters and I'm really, really happy. Um, and, you know, especially for the fact that most of them are free. Um, but even the paid ones, man, like I was playing Tetris and I, I was just like, man, this is worth the $10. Like this is, it's a great, yeah, it's crazy that I was like, cause, cause I was sort of a take it or leave it guy on, with Tetris effect on PSVR one, but with PSVR two. I'm like, I am no longer a take it or leave it guy. I'm like Tetris right. effect on PSVR two. It's quality of the, uh, of the visuals. Like everything was a little bit fuzzy on PSVR one in, in Tetris yeah. effect, even with the pro and with the PlayStation five, there was no uh, dynamic resolution. And so with the particle effects, like just flying past the screen, flying into your face, uh, the, the way that you, tra- you transition from level to level where it actually like you, you go into the puzzle yeah. grid. In the headset haptics, start weak and go, yeah. and you're like, Jesus, this is intense, man. Like, this is intense, yeah. and it's Tetris. 
It's Tetris Miles, and I fucking love it. I'm no longer a take it or leave it kind of guy. Um, that's awesome. That yeah. makes me happy. But mostly, mostly Horizon Call of the Mountain. Uh, try, I'm, I'm trying to get back into like work mode here and tackle game after game after game, just one at a time, so I can really like enjoy it. But then get a review out for each one. So I'm about to beat Call of the Mountain. I feel like I'm going to finish it off tonight, and uh, and hopefully have a review up by Monday. I would I would absolutely love to have a PSVR two review review out soon. Uh, and I'm having a blast with Call of the Mountain. Yes, there's a lot of climbing, but man, is it fun! Dude, the first PSVR two review. This is the start, man. It's a big moment. It's a big moment over here for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be really interesting, like how you rate them, because it's just like where, where's the benchmark? Because it's everything's away, like, a ten out of ten. These are a 10. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting you mentioned Tetris and games like that with the upgrades because especially with After the Fall, it's like, yeah, these games are finally getting the hardware that they deserve to like show what they, they really were intending to be. It shows you like how held back they were by the hardware towards the end of the cycle. And it's actually impressive how much they made work for PSVR. Um, the one game that I've not tried yet, and I, I'm curious to know if you have, mm-hmm. but a lot of people have said... I mean, I'll just read this tweet I saw earlier from Hype Domi. He says, as a matter of fact, I think Pistol Whip VR may be the best overall showcase for the PSVR 2 hardware right now. Ultra precise tracking, use of adaptive triggers, great haptic feedback in controllers and great haptic feedback in the headset. Uh, Supposedly, the adaptive triggers and that are phenomenal in it. And I've, I've just heard from a lot of people that Pistol Whip is phenomenal in PSVR 2. I've not even dived into it yet. Have you? I have now, Miles. This is actually a great transition uh-huh. into our uh, into the main topic of the show, uh, which is some of the kind of special moments that we've been having in VR. Uh, you know, I've been playing VR for so long that like I feel like the magic is kind of gone, right? Even when I put on PSVR two, I was like, "This is fucking crazy," but it was still VR, right? It was just like the best VR I've ever fucking played. Um, yeah, uh, but but Pistol Whip was interesting because this is this is certainly one of those it had a magic moment uh, the very first time. I dodged a bullet and it came close to my head. I felt it. It was like, whoa. And is it just that half of the headset or is it, it I don't know it, if they can do that. It but. seemed like it. Like, I mean, like, again, I was, I was sweating because it's pistol whip, right? And I'm like dodging bullets <laughs> yes. and like shooting like in, with, in rhythm and I'm having a great time. And then I was like, what, did I just feel that fucking bullet whiz by my head? And so I'm, and I only played like one song, just, just enough to like get in there and get out to, to, to experience it. I have to go back and like, like, did I just, did I really feel that? The way that I think I felt that, uh, and I think I did, man. Like, yeah. And, and, and the adaptive triggers are really good. Uh, they they say that the, the the trigger sensitivity changes as you fire out all of the the bullets in your clip, so that you can feel when your chamber is almost empty, right? And then uh, and and so you don't even have to like keep track of how many shots you fired. You can just feel it in the controller. That's not something I can say that I honestly felt, but I also wasn't paying attention. I was just trying to survive the level. Um, but I'm interested to go back because, uh, because pistol whip, pistol whip is always a lot of fun. And, uh, and I want to kind of like go back in being cognizant of these upgrades and like just being able to, uh, go in a little bit more analytically rather than just like experiencing how fucking crazy the upgrade was. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There's, there's, there's a lot of games I've still not touched yet. And the reason I've done that is I made a conscious effort that I kind of want to do it in phases. Like I want to play this batch of games and it's a big batch of games. Like I've played about 15, but there's still quite a few like Resident Evil Village, Cities VR, Pistol Whip would be another one on there. Um, Sim Friday's I only played yesterday. I mean, I say that like it's day two. Obviously, I've had it for a bit longer than everyone else, but like you just got it, it's just going to take a while to work through. And I don't want to just dive in something five minutes ago. Okay, now now I've tried them all out, you know, for the sake of it. It's like no, when I when I get to it, I want to you know take my time with it and things like that. So no, that's that's amazing to hear. But yeah, magic moments. Like put, wait, put a pin oh, in yeah, that sorry. real quick because Darth Vader had mentioned in a tip that he, I missed his tip, uh, and when I went back, I noticed. Uh, two tips that I missed, not just Vader's. So real quick, the Darth Vader's, the GameCat original tip said, we finally made it, friends. We're here. After two rough years on PSVRT, we finally made it. It has blown me out of the water more than I thought it could. Happy launch week, Brian and Cats. Agreed, Vader. Mm-hmm. This has been an amazing week. Uh, then the Markio, the GameCat Dojo Cat, uh, that's not his name but it won't show me the whole thing on the screen that i'm on uh with the five dollar canadian says resident evil village is amazing five hours in and it's my favorite game so far wow love it absolutely love it (sighs) and since we're doing tips let's tackle the rest of them salvador with the five dollar tip says had to send my headset back for replacement because one of the lenses was scheduled up i don't think he means scheduled uh but screwed up apparently i did try gran turismo 7 there's no going back Man, Salvador, yes. sorry to hear that you had, you had a problem, but uh, hopefully Sony will take care of it, um, and, uh, and it won't be an issue. Uh, League of the Sabertooth Tiger with the $5 tips. I finally beat, I finally beat Aloy's score in the archery challenge with 1,542 points. I was huffing and puffing. Great workout. <laughs> That's awesome. I need to get into the challenges. There's so much stuff I got to do uh, still in Horizon Call of the Mountain. Poppin' Fresh with the $20 tip says, Guys, I played Kayak and Call of the Damn Mountain for about four hours and was physically drained. Did this happen to you guys? Love the show. Has has PSVR 2 worn you out, Miles? Um, Game Cats were laughing hysterically at me playing Kayak VR with me on camera. Just, you know, I'm in the zone feeling like, yeah, I'm looking like a pro kayaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all they see is me doing this. And, uh, yeah. And also then, like, heavy breathing on PSVR picked up loads. You can still obviously hear it on PSVR too, but I think it is slightly better uh with with, with my setup. So uh yeah. Um I've not I've not had a proper like full out sweat workout, although kayak was getting pretty close. Um when Beat Saber and stuff like that comes, you know, that's when I'm we start using it. And and when the Creed game comes out, oh my goodness, that's gonna kill me. Um also when when multiplayer comes out for kayak, when you're actually in real time trying to beat each other that's going to be a proper workout. Um, yeah. Darth Vader, the GameCat with the $10 tip. This is the tip that he is the tip where he said, you missed my tip. He said, it's all right though. Just really happy to see your enthusiasm for VR is back. Can't wait for the future of this headset because it had such a strong launch. Yeah. I think we're going to see a much different lifespan for this thing than we did for the PSVR one. Uh, a lot more Sony support, especially with you know hybrid games, and I think a lot more third-party support, considering how easy it's going to be to get those games over here. Uh, Leo AI with the 20 Sekiros. Maybe it's Leo Al. I don't know if that's a capital I or a lowercase L. Fuck me, man. I love you, Leo. I don't know if your last name's AI or Al. Let's go with Al. Um, Safari mode in Call of the Mountain is great for non-gamers. Uh, have you played the Safari mode? 
Miles? Safari mode on... Um... Call of the Mountain. It's just it's just a riverboat raft ride, like, from the beginning of the game, except it's, like, ten minutes of just... It kind of feels like oh. a zoo. You're going through, and you're just kind of, like... You unlock yeah. it after you play the game for a little bit. Well, I was going to say, when you first go into the hub, you get, like, that little museum, yeah. and you can pick up one, and you can... I know you can access it from the main screen as well. I was curious to know if it was a repeat of the first, so it is just a longer... Yeah, you, get to, um, you get to see a lot more of the uh, machines. Yeah, longer ride. That's cool. Yeah. Um, do you know, I think it's one of my only criticisms of the beginning of Call of the Mountain is it just feels like there was no interactivity on the boat. The Like, even, like, seeing other people doing it. Like, I'm not saying you should, A part of me is like, I want to be able to fight, and I know that you're a prisoner. But it should be either that you've actually got chained up like your hands clearly look chained up mm-hmm. you're not just like doing this or you're able to like look in boxes and stuff you know just some kind of interactivity i felt that was a bit missing but i also understand the beginning it's just about you no know, just sit and take it in um and you know splash the water a bit but for sure yeah yeah i think that's i think that's the point like i think it was a lot of people's first vr game ever uh and that's sort of i think what it was designed for just to kind of ease you in and be like oh look around look how beautiful this thing is like oh yeah i can yeah. splash things i can pick things up but yeah it certainly wasn't like the london heist or something like that where it's just like there's all this shit on the table and you're like trying to light money on fire and like play with yes. cell phones and like I, I i think we need more of that in games and i think call of the mountain gives you plenty of that throughout the course of the game you know uh albert was saying at one point because uh, it's just so funny because i saw i saw it and i thought the exact same thing he said at one point you walk up to a table and there's just like pottery and dishes and everything all yeah. over the table but then right next to it there's like a fucking sledgehammer yes and so you know what the developers were thinking they're like fuck it up man have at it <laughs> like i love it man i love it like they they know what people want to do in vr it's great it was and it, I was just watching my dad playing it. Um, I, I mentioned before uh, on the previous show that when he was playing it, um, I couldn't get the social screen working for some reason. I had to reset the console. but um, So I couldn't see what he was seeing. But there's a bit where he's like standing there and he's like, <laughs> and I was like, I know what you, I know exactly what he's doing. Right. Like, I did, you know, it's like we're playing charades or something. It was so good. And, you know, just, you, you know, you know what the story is. You know what, what's going on. It was incredible. But I mean, Dude, what could he j- possibly as, be doing yeah. right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Four hours yeah. later. What could he possibly yeah. be doing right now? Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, while, while we're talking about Horizon, I will mention my, because I've got a list of like magic sure. moments. And one of them was for Horizon. And I'm sure you'll relate to this as well. I think what Horizon does really well is it's the sense of scale. And I have to say, the tool neck was actually not the most impressive when it came to scale because you expect it to be big. I thought it was a bit; it should be bigger. But the very <laughs> beginning, when you've got like the deer stole machines, like Jesus Christ, like they are high. Like that yeah. was at the beginning when they're on your right. But and I know a lot of people thought this. I thought this. I guess it depends how tall you are. I was surprised how short Aloy was. When Aloy was shorter than me, I was like. Okay, I did not expect that. I didn't expect Aloy to be short than me. Um, she's very nimble and a great climber in that. But it reminds me of, and this is going to sound like a really weird comparison, it reminds me of when I was playing Minecraft on PSVR and you first come across creepers. Mm-hmm. In that game, creepers are the same height as you. But when you're playing on a flat screen, the same height just feels, well, it's smaller, it's over there. Whereas when it's the same height in VR... It's intimidating. It's like, oh no, it's literally like matching up to you. Yeah. There's just a different dynamic in VR. And so yeah, I thought Horizon Call the Mountain, whether it's looking at the mountains 
or the machines or Aloy. Um, the scale was a real like wow thing for me. That uh, and and also the eye movement. If you move your hand to them like this, mm-hmm. their eyes actually track. You're like a doctor. Their 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 eyes will track where your hand is. So um, I thought that was really cool as well. Yeah, it always felt weird when uh, I like somebody over here would be talking to me, but I'd be looking at like another character over here, and then that character over here would make eye contact with me, and I was like, "Do you know that I'm looking at you right now? Like, did, right. Would, you, would you have done that if I wasn't looking at you? Like, sirens on my end." Um, so yeah, so that that was definitely uh, the eye tracking, like them knowing exactly where your eyes are in the game is uh, is pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. I've also got a gif on Twitter where uh, I said my favorite thing to do in it is show the characters my stinky finger because I was doing this and they go like that and I just kept going around the circle and they kept doing that and then they started walking away which was scripted but it looks like they were like F this guy. Um, just like the animations and the interactions of those small moments is is, is really funny. <laughs> Um, and I know this was on your list too of, uh, of like, you know, magical VR moments, uh, but I'm going to steal it. it for kind of a completely different reason. Uh, obviously everybody who's watched, uh, my first impression live stream, uh, on launch day, uh, every, everybody's said the same thing. They're like your, your reaction to when Gran Turismo switches from flat screen mode, because you're in flat screen mode, basically the entire time until the race starts, right? Even when you're like waiting to take control of the car you're in flat screen mode and then you do and it's like boom, and then you're in the car yeah. you're like oh shit like right it's 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 an it's an amazing like talk about magical moments man it was one of the things where it was like i was like uh, first of all is this even working right and then when it switches right. to vr mode you're like this is working really well like just shockingly good um and i'll tell you i'll, I'll tell you what it brought to mind for me and i don't think this is an expected uh response it, it brought it brought back Resident Evil 7 vibes because that game, when it starts, it's all 2D cutscenes, 2D cutscenes, and your character right. is driving the car in first person. And then the very first thing you see, it switches from that flat screen perspective with your character sitting in the car to your character sitting in the car in VR. Like, boom, that's your first moment in VR in that game. And so it was, it was very, very much brought back those vibes for me. And, uh, and I, and I kind of love it, right? Because I, that I thought that was, I couldn't believe how good Resident Evil 7 looked in VR, right? And on PSVR 1. And uh and so it was like that same sort of transitional feeling where it was like boom, I'm glad it happened so quickly. I'm glad it happens like so immediately because it just made my brain go like it was almost like I was in shock for a second. And that's the thing about the GT7 thing is the I'm always like oh, every time it goes back to flat screen coming out the pit stop uh, when you first it's flat screen but it makes it more impactful because every time it's flat screen and it's about to start, you're like, I know how this is going to feel. I know. And then as soon as it goes to VR, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, it's just every time it blows my mind. Again, I know how this is going to feel. I'm in the car. Oh my God. Like, it's just every time. Uh, yeah. GT seven, man. Oh God. It's, 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 it's so, it is one of the top tier magical moments with um psvr2 and by the way game cats if any of you have magical moments you want to share do let us know we'd we, we'd love to hear yours as well because we have our, our own list of stuff but yeah gt7 um and i know that you had this experience as well with me and I'm, I'm sure a lot of game cats will relate to this as well which was when you go around that first corner in vr mode i was getting pushed to the side of my seat i genuinely felt myself like mm-hmm. 
because your body's expecting that g-force around the corner and i remember you were doing it as well going dude i feel myself getting pressed to the side then you get used to it but like the immersion is so there that you're feeling it you're feeling yourself getting pushed as you're going around the corner it's just amazing what it does to because it just feels so real yeah yeah it, it works really really well um the the only the only thing that throws me out uh it isn't even going around corners. It's when I slam on the brakes because I'm looking at something that's beautiful in the game rather than paying attention to the race. Uh, and I slam on the brakes. Uh, and, uh, excuse me, Tornado, I can't see the screen. You're kind of like really fucking in the way right now. Uh, <laughs> um, and so I slam on the brakes and like, you know, there's no there's none of this that's happening. Right. Right. And so yeah. that's the only thing that pulls me out of the immersion. So when I'm racing normally, and playing the game properly, everything feels right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate I hate driving cars with like back seats because I always want to check them out and like stick my head, but then I'm driving off the road straight away. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want them to bring in head turning, uh, sinking. You you um, could not stop talking about that when we were when we were playing. Uh, yeah. Because when you when you when you pass a car, you instinctively look at the car as you're passing it, and it would be really cool if that person was able to look back at you. But yeah, because it's that aggressive. Like you keep doing that, don't you? If you yeah. want to keep looking at the road, you want to see where they are, and that would just be so. Yeah, I, and it's right. I do go on about it a lot, but it is just something I'm like that would be the icing on the cake. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's hard to complain when it looks as good as it does and plays yes, as good as yes. it does. However, it's not a complaint. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's a complaint, but it's but it's you know it's it's one of those minor quibbles. We're like, if, if, if you have some time over there, Polyphony, we'd really appreciate it. But if it doesn't happen, I'm like, I still love this game. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Antoine with the 10 euro says, I can see the screen door effect in dark scenes. If I don't pay attention to it, it's not too bad at all. I don't see it on Quest 2, oddly enough. Is that because the blacks are gray on the Quest 2? Thank you. Uh, well, it's mostly because uh, we got some killer OLED uh, panels over here on PSVR 2, so it's not the screen door effect. I actually did some research on this today, and by research, I mean I messaged Wes, and he gave me all the answers <laughs> I was looking for. Uh, so it's Mura, right? And so Mura is just like when you look at a bunch of pixels that should all be the same color, and they, they're not able to be, um, just because of life. Um, and uh, and but, it's, but it's very easy to confuse it for screen door effect, because it looks very similar. Uh, but that's the reason, because Quest 2 doesn't have OLED uh, panels. So um, yeah, it's there. It's definitely there. Like, it, it, but I feel like I have to look for it. Uh, it's going to be mostly visible when you see like things like fog effects, uh, or when things get really dark. Uh, but like, I am, I, I don't think I saw it at all, all day today in Horizon, you know, when everything's like really bright and colorful and yeah. vibrant, which is what OLED panels are all about is, is the vibrant fucking colors, man, and brightness. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it, it's again, a minor quibble. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but it's there. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, but oh, um, you know, you know what? Wes told me. Sorry to interrupt you, Miles. But Wes told me told me that it is actually solvable on the software end, or actually like you're able to minimize it on the software end. So Sony could very well be able to do something about Mura, um, or developers possibly could in the future as well. Well, this is it. Up to launch, my assumption is that developers have been working in silos. You know, they get some guidance from PlayStation, yeah. but now it's out. There's going to be a lot of collaboration, like, and sussing it out. And the, the conversations I've had with, like, the Demio devs and um, synth riders, you know, it's the new it's new tech. Like, it's very early days. Like, look at No Man's Sky. Like, there's there's been issues with that that they're no doubt working on. And it's just because it's new tech, it takes time. And even Sony from their end, like, 
they're running tests. This is the best test they can do, which is having millions of units sold and they're able to track and see what the feedback is and, you know, and and, and make adjust uh, adjustments accordingly. Um, the only thing I started noticing today, and it's one of these things if I don't want to no- mention it because a lot of these things is once I mention it, people will start noticing it. Yeah. But it has been something that's been spoken about a lot, which is the ghosting effect. Mm. Now, I still don't know if I know exactly what it is, but I've noticed in some games that when I start moving my head, it goes blurry. There's a slight blur. Is that what ghosting is? Is that what the ghosting effect is? What game? Uh, <laughs> All games? Uh, the last three games that I've done it in since I noticed it once. Yeah. Uh, so Pavlov. Uh, I noticed it in um, uh, Cactus uh, Cactus Cowboy, um, whatever that game was called. I can't remember. Cactus um, Cowboy, yeah, yeah, Cactus Cowboy. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. So I don't know. I'll, I'll keep looking uh, at other games as well. But it's one of those things that I don't know if I'm going to start noticing it a lot more. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it could be a couple things, right? So that the thing is, is yes, it seems like uh, some games are being reprojected and so there's a ghosting effect uh if you're sensitive to those things i i very seldom notice anything like that uh, however there's something I, I was talking to dan over at electric hat because i was like what the hell's happening in horizon horizon like i i thought i was seeing a ghosting effect in horizon like if you walk up to a ledge and there's a railing over the ledge right then as you walk up and that railing gets closer it almost like seems like the railing is flickering, like as you can see more of the environment behind the railing, railing as that gets uh, revealed. And he actually told me that that was uh, to do with uh, the type of anti-aliasing that they use, right? So it looks great in screenshots, and it actually looks pretty good in motion. But when you start paying attention to little details, some things don't work that great. And so it'd be really fucking cool if Sony gave us the option to just turn off that type of anti-aliasing, uh, or if they, right, you know, uh, they also notice this effect. And uh, they could give us something different, um, but you know, it's a, again such a beautiful game that it's hard to quibble. But again, those things are there, and uh, we're, we're definitely not denying that. Um, let's see, imagine Imaginator with the five dollar tips is called the mountain is so amazing, climbing so much slash the intense fights actually got my arms tired. Talk about immersion when I get exhausted in real life. I've enjoyed the combat. I know that it, the thing about VR is you look at trailers and you think, oh, that mechanic looks like it's a bit, uh, it would be nice to be sort of moving around how you want. I think the combat works great. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you feel? Dude, yeah. I love, I actually love the combat in Horizon. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it, I love the arrow crafting. Like, oh, dude, like the, the, the way the health is on your hand and the, the crafting, you just turn the bow and those little things in combat, it just makes it all so easy, right? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, slow down the time when you select a different type of arrow. Trying to find the, uh, you know, using the uh, the hunter's mode or whatever the hell it's called to find the enemy's weak spots, and then kind of like trying to focus on those, and you know, using whatever's around the environment. Like, I I like it. Uh, I I don't I don't think it's super necessary to like go into the combat arena ring. Um, you know, it. I feel like the dash mechanic could work great all on its own. Like if that was just its own thing while you were playing, uh, it could have been implemented. I, I don't, I don't think it needed to be in a ring is all I'm saying. I think the, the, but, but, but since it is, it's a lot of yeah. fun the way it is. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it, man. The only thing, it seems like every fight you get into is like a big moment. 
right? And I sort of wish there was just like as you were walking along, it's like, oh, go kill that thing in one shot over there. And like walking along, well, oh, go kill that thing in one shot over there, right? But it's like every, then it's like the the, mo- the music swells when you enter a new area, and then the control yes. scheme changes, and then it's like, okay, here we go, we're fighting more shit. It's, it's interesting you mentioned that because um, I think it was on Wednesday's show you were talking about how um, in Horizon Call the Mountain there's a bit early on where you take two paths and we think, oh, we'll go there and come back on ourselves and it turns out you can't. Yeah. Well, a, about a few hours into the game, I got about a third to a halfway into the game and then for some reason my save just disappeared. Uh, so I'm starting again, which is fine. I did it for my live show and I'll, I'll go through it. So I then took the second path and the second path, I was surprised how different it was. It was like a completely different route, different environments. And in it, without going into spoilers, because you're not going to know which path I'm talking mm-hmm. about, but there was a lot of enemies that you had to do stealth around. Two things. One, I know you're meant to do it as a stealth thing. I ended up just shooting them all dead because it was kind of like, I'm just here. And it was fun doing that. Yeah. The second bit was there is this, um, there are environmental puzzles where like, Okay, going a bit specific, but it's like you might have like um, a pulley system to bring like something to one end. And when you let go, it starts going down. Mm-hmm. And as it does it, I sort of climb the ropes and get to the other side and go, what was the point in that? And I realized that as it's moving along, you're meant to use it to block the incoming enemy fire. So you're hiding behind it as it's moving down. So it was like all these things I wasn't taking advantage of because I wasn't treating it as the stealth puzzle it was meant to be. I was there just going, let's just kill these things. Um, but I kind of liked the free roaming aspect of killing enemies. Like everything didn't have to be a set piece, but that clearly wasn't what was intended by those sections. Yeah, no, I, I certainly discovered that too. It was like I, I would I would do a whole section of, uh, of of combat, and then and then as I'm walking around, like you know, collecting stuff afterwards, I, I would like notice things in the environment and go, oh, these things were here to help me. Like I I totally just ignored all this stuff. Um, but yeah. Because like, in because in the Horizon um, actual flat screen games, there is a like a stealth aspect to it where when they track you down, yeah. you can hide in the long in the long reeds and stuff like that, and you wait for them to go, and then they eventually go back on patrol, and then that's when you continue. And so, I just feel like it would be great for them to do a full open world game with this when the technology foresees it, and like if, you know, years ago the idea of Grand Theft Auto being playable on a mobile phone on a cell phone seemed absolutely ridiculous. Like how are they going to get GTA Vice City or San Andreas onto an iPhone? Well, they've done it now. Right. And so the idea of like, how would they get Forbidden West, which for those that haven't played it, it has like three of those. I don't know what the term is, but it's moments where when the open world opens up and you're like blown away by the size of it, a lot of games have it, whether it's like Fallout 4 or um, I'm, I'm sure Breath of the Wild has it where you first get into the open map. Final Fantasy Horizon 13, 60 hours in. Right. Okay. Well, um, Horizon Forbidden West has that moment three times in the game, and every time it's even bigger than the last, and you're like, "Oh my goodness!" Um, but if they, you know, before the end of PSVR two, we might get to a point where the first half of the PSVR two cycle, it's a lot of intentional triple-A's, mm-hmm. but it might get to a point where the tech gets so good that it just becomes easy. Of like, no, we've got this setup now, so we can port any PS five game into into VR. And then they just might start happening quicker and quicker, um, which would be amazing. But yeah, I'd love to play those other Horizon games in VR. Yeah, agreed. But enjoying it. Agreed. Uh, yeah, one of the many things. Uh, you know, I, I, I've talked enough about my experience. I want to talk to the cats here. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to highlight the tips 
that are talking about their magical moments because that's on topic. And then we yep. don't worry, we'll get to everyone else's tips, uh, you know, by the end of the show here. Uh, so my Paradise Decay with the two quid says highlight shotgun in Resident Evil eight, shaking my hand and head. Dude, I've only played what you saw me play uh, on the live stream of Resident Evil Village. But that was a highlight for me too, man. Like just like, again, the shotgun was thunderous. Like from an audio standpoint, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Then from a controller and headset standpoint, it was like, <laughs> it was like, holy crap. I felt that like it made me feel it like through my whole body. I was oh, like, that's man. incredible. Like I, I definitely did not expect things to be that intense with the headset haptics and they are phenomenal. Um, Darth Vader, the game cat with a $10 tip says my magical moment was in Pavlov where I ran up to an enemy. They kneeled down, drilled their weapon and put their hands up. Oh, must be dropped their weapon. My magical moment was in Pavlov where I ran up to an enemy and they kneeled down and put and dropped their weapon and put their hands up. It was hilarious. Have you had that happen? You played some Pavlov last night, right? Yeah, um, I shared a, a clip yesterday where I was chatting to some guys. And what I like is a lot of people, they, they're wearing face masks. So when they talk, you kind of see the face mask moving. So it just feels really real. And then you have to hold up your hand to your ear to use your radio. So it's um, proximity chat. If you want to talk to your team, you have to go, hey, guys, can you hear me? Where are you? Uh, <laughs> over. Um, and there's so many magical moments. Dude, like, we're bringing back clip of the week to Friday's uh, Gamescast Live. And I had one in particular but there were so many Pavlov clips that I could have used. And the one that I shared on Twitter was, I was asking guys, oh, so how do you crouch? Do you actually have to crouch? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, oh, and to prone, how do you prone? They're like, oh, we've not tried that. And I literally got on my tummy. (laughs) And that is how you prone in Pavlov. You have to physically get on the floor yourself. And, uh, you know, it's really good. It throws them off. But then when you want to get up again, God, I feel old my back <laughs> i was just like and i'm also on like the hard cold floor but pavlov has so many great moments um and because it is aims to be a simulator the guns the way you have to reload them every gun reloads differently and like once you've reloaded it and when you've got to cock it you have to learn it so sometimes i'm having to go up to my team in zombie mode and say dude this gun how do i actually cock it and they're like oh dude here here you just do it here and they're pointing at the part of the gun you're like cheers thanks for helping me out with it um so it is a it it's not a frustrating game. It takes a lot of getting used to, but because everyone's doing that, it has a completely different feel to like Alvo or Firewall, which are games that I love um, because it's just, it's a simulator. So yeah. Um, and like they had a world war two map and you can get in tanks and you get in the tank. You're like, Oh, I can shoot this dude to shoot it. You have like to wheel it round to like move it that way and then up and down. And then you have to get the shell and load it in and then trigger it. So like, everything has to be done properly so there's no like quick wins on pavlov with shooting guns like you have to in zombie mode be reloading super quick and stuff like that so um yeah dude pavlov everyone get on it like if, if you're into shooting games it's it's a good time uh jamie Al with the two dollar tips he said surprisingly nfl pro era was a mind-blowing moment uh jake won't stop talking about how uh hand egg yeah, how uh, how good the graphics look. You keep saying they look as good as Madden. Wow, that's awesome to hear, though. I've not seen actually any footage from it. So, yeah, if you do um, get some, please please share. 
Uh, Loopy the Underground Game Cat with the two euros says, my magical moment was the Resident Evil 8 menu screen. Isn't it crazy that like VR is so good that we're getting blown away by menu screens? Because I, I know what he's talking about. I'd, is it in VR as well? Is it, are you in a room or is it? You're, you're standing outside in a oh. very, very open area, right? And so this is the same thing as Resident Evil 7, right? So Resident Evil 7, but you're in a kind of tiny, tiny trailer that's out in the backyard, right? And it's right. all enclosed and it looks stunning. You're like, holy crap, why doesn't why is every game look this good? Resident Evil Village with their menu screen sort of almost instantaneously or without saying a single word says this is why village wasn't on psvr1 right because you you're like holy crap this looks incredible and the draw distance is amazing the lod is amazing like it's just it's just sharp and you look down to ground the texture works amazing like it's just wow this is why like the menu screen tells us why we didn't get it on psvr1 it's crazy um uh, Eric Schroeder with a two dollar tip says "Magic Moment," the Synth Riders Experience songs. Oh wow, really? I haven't tried them yet. Um, I thought they were cool in PSVR, but like again with PSVR two, I'd be willing to give them another go. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think notoriously at this point, I'm like whatever the experiences. I don't give a fuck about like. And, and, and no offense to you know Cluj for including them, like because everybody seems to love them except for me. Um, I'm the same way with the Runner visualizer. If you if you buy Runner, it comes with a visualizer, and so you can yeah you know kind of like experience songs with visuals. And I'm like, and, and I'm just like, I don't care, right? That seems like something like 15 year old Brian on his PlayStation One really enjoyed, but like, but you know, from 17 on, like I just didn't care. Um, but that's just me, man. That's just me. Yeah. Personal, pre- personal preference. Yeah. I'm going to include this one. Not sure. Brando with the $5 tip says, I just unlocked multiplayer, got the go-kart. He's always talking about Gran Turismo 7, and I'm looking forward to races with a few game cats. Dude, the go-kart is such an amazing moment when you unlock that, when you buy it in Gran Turismo, because you're sitting so close to the ground. And if you've ever gone go-kart racing before IRL, it feels fucking spot on. It, yeah, it does. And two little magical moments with the go-kart. One is, and it sounds such a weird thing to say, but VR makes you say weird stuff. If you look at the tarmac, like, by the tyre, you can see all the grooves. Like, just the detail on, on, on the road is phenomenal. And then secondly, there was a bit where I clipped on a go-kart one of the corners where it went on a bump, and I was airborne. And moments like that, you think, is this going to make... No, um, even times when I've span out really quick, and obviously it's a, it's a personal uh, preference. Some people will find it very uh, motion sick inducing. When I've span out, I've not felt any motion sickness. Like I, they've optimized it so good. When you spin out, you're just screaming because you're frustrated. You span out, and you're trying to get back on the road. Um, but I've not felt any motion sickness with that. So again, incredible. Man, there's a lot of magic moments from you guys. Um... Let me make sure I'm going in order. It's good. This is going to help us go through our list of games anyway. So if you mention a game that we've got a magic moment of, we'll, we'll echo it. Uh, Mikey Sensei, Game Cat Extraordinaire, with the $5 tip, says, My magical moment in PSVR 2 in RE8 opening 
closet doors and feeling the wood creaking. It's small details combined with amazing haptics for me. Uh, I saw Mikey. I actually saw your tweet earlier. Um, and, and all he's doing, he, he uploaded a video to his tweet where all he's doing is just walking around opening like cabinet doors and shit. And I'm just like, what is, what is this all about? Uh, so I guess I'm going to know real soon because I'm going to be starting my village playthrough very soon. Um, oh, that's good. really cool. VRAF, I guess. Right. Can I, can I just ask about Resident Evil Village? Um, yeah. I assume the answer is no, but in RE7, when you go down to the garage and the officer's talking to you and yeah. then the garage door starts shutting down, it goes to black and then it goes to the sort of cut scene. There's those bits that sort of take you out. Mm-hmm. Is Resident Evil Village completely seamless? No. Oh, it's not? No. Um, Resident Evil Village is... <sighs> so... I can't speak to the whole game because I've only played the introduction, but there was already a moment where like, you know, I had to crouch under something just like the beginning of Resident Evil 7 when you're walking up to the house and you have to crouch under something, right? Very similar situation. And the game took over for me and and, and went under for me. And I was like, okay, you know, and then there's 2D cutscenes, and, you know, here and there, there's little things. Um, But I haven't gotten to the meat of the game yet, right? And so it, it does sound like most of it. Uh, you know, it will be will be fine. People are raving about the VR mode in Resident Evil Village. Um, so yeah, I'll be I'll be more well versed in that soon enough. Uh, Poppin' Fresh with the ten dollar tip. Poppin' Fresh still that's still ringing a bell, man. That's still ringing a bell, and I don't know what bell it's ringing. I don't know what Poppin' Fresh is. Ring- what? Why is that? Ring- There's some memory in my head. I'm going to be laying in bed. It's going to be at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be like, oh, I remember what that... Okay. Uh, $10 tip says, magic <laughs> moment, eating an apple on Call of the Mountain for health. Also, is Call of the Mountain 60 FPS and upscaled to 120 FPS? Asking some of the faraway trees and mountains are not as clear as up close. So uh, I couldn't tell you if, if there's like, if, if, there's, if there's a reprojection, if it's being reprojected. Uh, but what I can tell you is that uh, some of the faraway trees and mountains not looking as clear as up close is just like an LOD thing, like a level of detail. It it, it started all the way back on like PlayStation 2, right? It's just a way to – they render all the stuff that's around you in higher definition, uh, the higher resolution. And then as you get closer to stuff, things uh, things have like multiple levels of detail, right? And so they slowly become more and more clear as you get close to them. And sometimes the transition between the different levels of detail – are not seamless, right? And so there's a lot of popping like that. Um, but yeah, so hopefully somebody can let us know if uh, if it's reprojected to 120 FPS to, uh, to answer your question, pop and fresh. Uh, Squid Moyle has uh, a highlight. Australian $8 tip says, the headset rumble in Tetris level transition. Uh, I He agrees with me because I thought that was fucking cool. Yeah, um, just because uh, I think it relates to Tetris. Thumper mm-hmm. um, was a magic moment for me, uh, and it's very simple. It's it's the haptic. Is, it's not. Is it haptic feedback in the headset, or is it like just a motor? It's like is it is it still regarded as haptics? They they, the they keep saying haptics in the headset. Like that's their that's the phrase okay. they use. Uh, but yeah, it is it is it is a motor, obviously. Yeah. So um, in Thumper, um, I'm going to get all the terminology wrong, but there are the sort of beats that you're hitting on the track coming towards you. Mm -hmm. And like on the boss fights, the very final one, it pulses back and sort of attacks the enemy, the boss that you're fighting. And when you do that one, the rumble in the headset, 
it's one of the best like headset rumble. I've not done pistol whip yet, so like, I'm not going to say it's the best, but it was one that was so amazing. And probably ten or twenty into the game, it was still blowing my mind. Like I thought it was going to wear off. Like oh, the first one that was kind of cool. Okay, now I'm used to it. Every time it feels just so impactful. Like Thumper, um, I'm definitely going to be playing it a lot more than I did on PSVR. I enjoyed it then, but just the feeling is is just phenomenal. And I know some people are a bit iffy about like the sort of film grainy effect of it but um i I think it looks really cool it looks gritty and i love it uh everyone in the chat is telling me popping fresh is the pillsbury dough boy it's not not what i'm thinking yeah yeah Yeah, i don't Mm -hmm. know i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look through the chat and see if anybody's actually Uh, yeah something something's not uh one of my synapses is misfiring uh we'll get there though we'll get there Red Rover, the effing GameCat with the $5 tip says, Magic Moment, the process of getting PSVR 2 installed in the butterflies when getting ready to launch my first game. Chiz is going down. Hell yeah, it is. I, cha- the I changed the process. I changed was so great. That was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the setup process was amazing. Sorting out the room, uh, doing your play space. The haptics, you know, they didn't have to even have to do haptics with the play space, but when you're doing it, it feels amazing. And uh, the little uh, PlayStation VR 2 logo with the gold dust that we've mentioned, you know, that put a big smile on my face. I, I think setting up PSVR 2 is, is, was absolutely magic. All right, man, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do one more. Ooh. And then we'll, we'll talk about some, uh, a few more of our magic moments. And then we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get to everybody soon. We'll get to everybody soon. I know Poppin' Fresh, Poppin' Fresh is talking about Billsbury Doughboy too. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I, I promise one of these days I will figure it out and I'll tell you what what's going on in my head. You probably don't want to know. Kill Artist 1, the Dreamweaver GameCat with the $5 tip says, Magic moment, speeding over a hill in Gran Turismo 7, feeling my wheel go light and getting that flutter in my <laughs> stomach, uh, going into kayak VR and admiring it. So he had two. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Miles, you, you had, you had kind of a crazy list of, uh, magic moments. What else do you got on your? I mean, list we've here? gone we've we've gone through almost ha- over half of them now. <laughs> I've, I've filled them out as everyone's been mentioning, and we've covered quite a lot. I mean, look, some of them are going to be quite quick to go through. Um, Demio, it's just really great being able to like zoom in and like go into the room. So you can look at the dungeon overall, but you can go really close in and then like look at the mod- models up close. Yeah. and they just look they're so detailed, like the rats and their whiskers. Um, and if you pick up any of the models and look at the base, it says like Demio made in Sweden. Like it just it's it's just little things like that. It's super super cool and like rolling the dice um, in this physical space. Um, I, I was talking about earlier how it's made my neck hurt a bit. I've been told that on the Quest version, and it might be on the PSVR version, but um, someone can tell me how to do it. But supposedly on the Quest version, you can actually rotate the board so it's above you, so you're sort of like you are looking at it like that. So I don't have to keep looking down because at the moment, if I want to look up. I just have to sort of drag it to eye level and that doesn't kind of work. So I don't know. But yeah, being able to like zoom in and be in the world as as well is just really great. The model designs and I just can't wait to play with with more people. And Brian, we need to jump in one and do do a quest soon. Um, that'd be cool. Absolutely. Yeah, you could do that on the quest and uh uh and you know, get get down there on the ground floor, like zoom in, like do the whole thing. Uh but man, like just you know, obviously the the fidelity the graphics are just on a completely different level here but yeah man i, de- I definitely need to spend some time in demio i love that game um yeah dude i'm, I'm gonna say uh, i can't believe i'm gonna bring up after the fall during this conversation 
But Indeed. it's been a surprise. It's been a surprise, right? I don't love After the Fall, but what I do love is the impact uh, that the weapons feel like they're making, uh, which is yeah. wildly different than the impact that the move controllers felt like they were making. Um, it, when, when, you, when you are firing at the Snowbreed in PSVR 2 with the Sense controllers, it is a completely different experience, right? It feels so impactful to fire a weapon and also to take down the snow breed it just feels like you're doing something this time instead of just yes being, instead of just spraying the bullets you know with your eyes closed just like whatever just, just get rid of more of these things it, it actually feels intense i still don't love after the fall but like it the the sensation of firing those weapons is so so much better now like that is that was a major wake-up call to be like wow even games i don't love are are just are right. way more fun to play because of these enhancements and this is what I've been saying before about like the the bar has risen. Like even the the our least favorite titles are still enjoyable now because of the hardware and what it's giving us, which is just such a great starting point. And after the full, I have a love hate relationship with it. For me, the most disappointing aspect of it is like one of its biggest selling points, which is the social space, which yeah. is not social at all. <laughs> it's anti-social in every it's step of the so way. Weird, yeah. Yeah, like you'd want to go and like check out, you know, I'd, when I go into the room to upgrade my gun, I'd love to be there with a friend who can tell me because there's sometimes I'm trying to put parts on and it's not going on. And I'd love to be there with a friend going, oh, no, you do that instead. Like that would be kind of cool. Right. Um, or what are you wearing? Oh, I'm going to wear this cosmetic because you're wearing that kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, after the full, like the the detail, I always described it on PSVR that the, the, the snow breed look like, like stop motion animations. Yeah. It's very jittery. And I was like, I hope if they do an upgrade, it's going to be, it's all sorted out now. The, the level you and I, Brian, were playing after Wednesday's show um, at six in the morning, my time, was um, when they were coming down the corridor and they're like coming on the, uh, you know, going across the ceiling and down the walls. Like all of that, it was so smooth. It felt great. And yeah. um, just really, really enjoying it. And and they seem to have improved a lot of mechanics. Um, and uh Yeah having having a, a much better time of it and even at the end of the level where you're in that cinema mode where you're looking at the high score and i sort of turn to my right and i see the other three players there and i'm just like shit they look so detailed now like the fidelity is just it's just great yeah uh, i will say one of my um what I, I think one of the most uh magical moments as I, I know we've already talked about at length so i won't bring i won't talk about it much do it but but really for a game that's all about climbing horizon call of the mountain after hours of climbing, you'd think I'd start getting used to the height, right? Because here's every time you climb uh, in that game, you, you're just getting higher and higher and higher and higher. Like that's what climbing is. Like you're just going, you're, you're climbing, you're going vertical. And so frequently, like, like there's just, there's just so much, man. There's, it's, I, I feel, every time I think I can breathe in that game, it's like, oh no, you get to the top. But now you have to shimmy to the left, and you're just gonna you cross a cable to the to the next uh, ladder or or the next. I mean, the th the things that you're climbing, like there's just like little holes in the wall and stuff that you're that you're climbing up. And and when you stop when you stop and really think about what you're doing, uh, it, and look down, it's just so yes. it's just so terrifying, man. Like it, I'm constantly on edge in that game, and it's because I'm terrified of heights. And you know, you and I played Zenith and. Yeah, that game worked for me, but this game works for me on a completely different level. Like I'm, I'm on sun always like sweating when I play Horizon because I'm just scared of falling. On Sunday, we're gonna climb that thing again in Zenith together in the higher fidelity. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll get to the top this time as well. <laughs> it's craziness. Yeah. Um, by the way, I've just seen something shared on Twitter that I have to say. Um, Paradise Decay has uh, got his mate playing uh, GT7. And so obviously he's in the headset and that. And he's taken engine oil and he's put it in a cup. And as he's driving, he's holding it under his nose. So he gets that racing smell of engine stuff. And the guy's just like smiling about That's it. It's so funny, man. I love shit like that. <laughs> All right, man. Give me give me one more, and then we'll, we'll tackle a few tips and do some twenty questions. Mm. Ooh, I know, right? You only got one left. What's it going to be? Well, <laughs> how are you going to cheat? This I want to do, do honorable mentions and like really go through them quickly. All so right. I, I will do them really quickly. So, Zombie Land, we've spoken a lot about. What I love about Zombie Land is the haptics feel great and how quickly the levels load. Because if you want to go in there and just do a quick level or you've messed up and you want to restart, the speed of the PS5 and the VR and it not having to go through that annoying HDMI loading screen, it's just so seamless. And um, I'm. it seems that Zombieland is becoming like a, a quiet, um, I wouldn't say favorite, but it's one that a lot of people seem pleasantly surprised by. And I'm really happy to see that. Um, the magic also is just there's never been a greater selection of games spanning so many genres and I just feel sport for choice. Like when I look every day and like, what do I want to play? It's not just like there's the one game to play now. It's like I genuinely don't know what to, to play next. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, overwhelming. It's overwhelming, especially especially when you're like, you know, us and you have to cover it somehow. Um, yes. that's, that's why I pumped the brakes really hard after trying to play everything that I possibly could. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'll get to everything eventually there's got to be a lull at some point right when there's gonna be like a three-month period where like we just get no psvr2 games like because that happened all the time with psvr1 and so now i'm desperate for a lull so i can get start getting caught up on some of these reviews and let's plays and stuff you had a lull dude for the last year (laughs) (laughs) the lull's over yeah but you're right it's like the complete opposite isn't it um but yeah the selection of games and then the last honorable mention before i get to my main one was the charging station um i got the official charging station and what I love about it, this might sound a bit geeky, is you get these little adapters that go in the USB-C slots, mm-hmm. and it means that you then just rest them on the charging station. Yeah. And the reason I loved it was because I think with the old move controller charging stations, that if you're constantly having to connect it in and out, over time that's wearing. Whereas this, because you've now put it in the USB-C slots and it just rests on it, it means the only part you're ever going to wear away is that little added thing that you've done Mm -hmm. you're not going to be damaging the actual charging slots which i thought was a really genius design and so a question i wanted to ask you know a couple of my friends were asking about the third party charging stations you got one didn't you brian uh and what's your and what's your what's your verdict on it like here it is Here's here's and the third party charging station. This is this is the one that everybody is curious about. This is the Collective Minds yeah. one, and a lot of people's Amazon orders, uh, or even like the ones from the Collective Minds website, got uh, pushed back or delayed or something along those lines, uh, and so they didn't get them like when they expected to, and so a lot of people canceled their orders because they needed a charging dock at launch. Um, so I'm in the middle of doing a comparison review video of the official one and the Collective Minds one. Uh, Collected Minds did send me this one. Sony didn't already. I'm going to vote for Clinton. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a shill. Um, I don't like the look of this at all. I will tell you this right off the bat. This looks like a fucking toilet or, or something, or maybe a urinal that should hang on the wall, like just like this. Um, but it does. Even with the headset on? It does. <laughs> it, does it, it does have a place to, like, you know, rest the, rest the headset. So it's actually a headset stand. Um, I don't love the look of it. 
I also, the PlayStation one, I don't, uh, you talked about how the dongles will be the only thing that, um, that wear out. Right. And of, yeah. of course you get, you get, you get some magnetic ones, uh, with, uh, with this as well. And so, uh, but, but I don't like the, on the official one, on the official PlayStation charging dock, I don't like kind of the whole setup because with the move control stands, right. It was like, yeah. The, it's like two little holes, and you boom, you just put the move controllers in, and it's yeah. good. You're done, right? And you see the little light, and it's blinking. With the official sense controller dock, I put them in, and then I look, and I'm like, the light's not on. Okay, move it around a little bit. Oh, the right. light's not on. Move it around a little the, bit. The light's not on. For whatever reason, I don't. They don't just kind of fall into place. It's yeah. too easy for them to be positioned in the wrong way. I don't like it. Are you? You might have tried this already because I had that same issue as well. But by the second or third time, I'm sorted. And it's just you literally got to look at where the triggers, the top triggers are, because the groove on the far side. I find if you use that as the guiding point, it doesn't matter where the rest of it is. That's worked for me every time. It might not work, but like, I'll try it. yeah, just look at yeah. where the trigger thing slots in at the far side. Yeah, um, and that worked for me because I agree. First time I was like, is that charging? It's worked every time now. Um, well, like I said, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be doing a. Uh, a comparison video between the official one and the collective minds one uh right now and i haven't even tried the collective minds one it's just been sitting here on my desk plugged in and i use the official one for my first charge but uh the collective minds will be the one for the second charge and i can start doing comparisons between like how long they take to charge uh you know aesthetics and all that stuff um again kind of urinal looking but i guess when it's got the headset on it and the sense controllers this will not look like what i think it looks like <laughs> but um yeah so yeah so those those are my honorable mentions my main mention the last one was jurassic world aftermath what um f- funnily enough the when i was looking the like the, the live stream afterwards i was surprised no one complained because i couldn't see shit because it was so dark in the room mm-hmm. but like the the hdr is so great in the headset you you know you're in the dark but it, it you can still see but Hiding in lockers. I didn't. I knew there was going to be some kind of survival element to it, but as I started opening lockers up, and I'm like, "There's nothing in any of these." I was like, "Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. Eventually, I'm going to have to hide in these." And uh, it's just a lot of puzzles with Velociraptors patrolling their footsteps, man, in the next room. Dun 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 dun. Really? And you're like, and you you open the door and you see their tail just go around the corner, and um, some of the I'm, I'm still quite early on. The, I don't know how long the game is. I'm, I feel I'm still quite early on. But some of these puzzles I'm on, you have to like get to the door, put your hand up, and then have to do a puzzle where you have to repeat the the pattern to open it. Mm-hmm. And like the Velociraptor's coming, and you have to like set off like printers and that to distract them. And yeah, I mean, look, a lot of people in the live stream are saying, okay, this feels like an Alien Isolation style game, and it does. Except it's cell shaded, so I feel like it's slightly less scary for that reason. But Velociraptors, the kind of unpredictability of them and the way they scream, uh, yeah, because um, they go by the locker. And I think I ended my stream because I was like, it's time for another game. It was outside the locker and I went, all right, take me, opened it, walked out <laughs> <laughs> into its arms, come hug me. Um, but yeah, I was um, really pleasantly surprised by that, the, um, the sense of um, being patro- um, being like hunted down by uh, Velociraptors. Um, I, I don't know if the full game's going to get more varied than that, but... So far, um, yeah, I'm I'm having quite a good time of it. Excellent, very glad to hear that. Uh, I, I was concerned about this one, uh, and one of the many that I haven't had a chance to get around to playing yet. Uh, but I will, of course, at some point. 
let's uh let's knock out a few more tips and then uh, and then we'll get to 20 questions and i do believe it's my turn for 20 questions to pick the game so uh okay so get ready I'm happy with that uh looper the underground game cat with the two quid says miles why are you playing kayak standing miles why are you um, playing kayak standing what is wrong with you was i playing it standing i don't know because i got um I might have done it once when I went back into it quickly, but I actually got a big pillow and I kneeled on it on the floor. I was doing it kneeling, like a, a what's it called? Um, what's it called? The uh, paddle boards, is it that you kneel on? Um, what, what are we talking about? I'm like, what? When you're it's paddle boarding, isn't it? Where you kneel, you kneel on it in the ocean. It's not in when you're in a kayak. I know in a kayak you actually sit sit down, but yeah, yeah, you're, you're, it, on, your own, you're, but you're on your okay. own. I don't know what a paddle board yeah. is. But no, I, I sit down. These are the questions they're saying in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is why our shows go on so fucking long. Uh, <laughs> Snacks, mm, please. The Future Arrives Game Cat with the $5 tip says, The only complaint I have is after I take off the headset, the real world still exists. Maybe PSVR 3, LOL. Uh, puzzling places with the eye tracking is a joy. Oh, I've not done it yet, but everyone says puzzling places is really good. Yeah. Um, I had just um, downloaded the upgrade tonight, so I will jump into that. Have you tried it, Brian? Because you love puzzling places. I do love puzzling places, but I also know what puzzling places is. And when I eventually play puzzling places, I want to just fucking play it for four hours straight and put yeah. together a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. Um, <sighs> so yeah, so I'm not touching that for the time being. Silent right. Evil 999 with the $5 tips is just a little something for you, gents. Thanks for your efforts the past seven years and many more ahead. Welcome to the future of VR. The future is now. The future is bulletproof, my friend. The future is bulletproof. Vinny VP uh, with the five rupees takes this opportunity to complain more about PSVR 2 again. He says, tiny sweet spot in how hard it is for Sony to release a 360 compatible video player. Don't know about you guys, but I love me some VR porn. Uh, I'm not a VR porn fan. I've tried it. I don't love it. I'm more of a. I, 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 I feel like. I feel like that's not the. I feel like VR porn is not the kind of thing that you want to be in a situation where you can't see what's going on in the real world while you're watching. Yeah, you it. want an AR version. Yeah. An AR version. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I would definitely get down with some AR porn. That, that would be incredible. I'm, yeah, that's, that's the next step. Ryan Harvey with the $2 tip says, have you guys had any issue with clarity? I still am. Uh, I think Ryan, I think almost everybody had an issue with clarity at some point. Um, and, uh, with some subtle adjustments, you can, <laughs> you can absolutely Sorry, get but... a very, very clear image and I will have a video up hopefully tomorrow or Sunday, uh, helping you make sure you get the best image possible. <laughs> what is it, Miles? This is what the chat was responding to <laughs> the last conversation. So I went, bruh laughing my ass off and serial killer went and we're there <laughs> just like, and the conversation got to that point. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. You know, this, this is just how this is just nice. how things go man it's a fair question yeah it really is um jim ryan hasn't announced any vr porn uh ips no no yeah sadistic sea beast with the new zealand three dollar tips is playing re8 stones is amazing it looks so real <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I might need that. I haven't so gotten high in a while. Man, I'm, 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 no, I, no, I don't think, dude. I don't think you're going to be chilled out and relaxed if you're high and playing Resident Evil Village. I think you're going to be like, I think, I think senses will be heightened, and you will be, and you will forget that it's not real. What? What's the name of the um, beast? Um, is it light, light, 
Oh, because they're not werewolves. They're called something else, beginning with L. Lycanthrope? Is that, is that what it is? I mean, I'm just guessing because I haven't played it. I think they're called, because it was in the trailer, he says... Um, is, is also, is lichen... Like, are, they, are they called, like, lichens or something? Okay, well, that makes sense. I don't know. Because it's the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, my point was, if I was high, I'd be just like, yo, what up, what up, ah, there you are in the forest, yeah, yeah. Lichens, they are called lichens, yeah. I don't, I don't well, believe that that's how you would react. I think you will cower in fear and shit your pants. Yeah, Lamb Crotch is, yeah. with the $5 tip says, no one's mentioning the controller ring blocking your thumb if you have big hands. XL plus club size. Uh, see, wait. Let's get smaller hands. Who, who's, who, 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 who else in the chat has big hands? I'm like, I'm, my hands aren't huge, but like, I'm a big dude. I have big hands, but I'm not like seven feet tall. Uh, so Blam Crotch, I'm dude. No one's mentioning the controller ring blocking your thumb if you have big hands. So I want to hear from the big-handed people in the chat. Uh, is this a problem? Because the design does look like it could be a problem for somebody with big hands, but this is the uh, but this is the first I'm hearing about it. I have no, I've had no problem myself. Just get just get smaller hands. Uh, Unintended Studios with the five dollar tip says about halfway through village. Love it. Keep getting stuck. Oh, hands keep getting stuck. And I wish the sniper made the distance more clear in the scope. But I love it. Interesting. All sorts I of need things to, to look get. Forward to. I need to learn. I mentioned it on the last uh, games cast. I need to learn how to close one eye because I've never been able to. And uh, when I was playing um, Pavlov, and it was the bridge level, and everyone's sniping, dude. If you can't close one eye, you're just screwed. I was a sniper's dream. That's what they call me. Uh, re- real quick, um, Joshua Newman in the chat says, big-handed, takes some getting used to. Um, heavy Brett, by the way, says, I'm high in every game. Uh, <laughs> Grimrock says, I have uh, double XL hands and no issues so far. Uh, Jordan F says, I've got big hands, and I bump up against the rings a bit, but not too bad. Um, Gecko Man Eleven, the game cat, says I've got relatively big hands and I don't have a problem. Uh, so, oh, hold on, Alan, Alan, I have big hands in small pockets. My hands are cold in winter. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite fucking comment of the night. <laughs> no, I love that. No, great. no, no help at all for the discussion we're having. But now, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, certainly some pockets. insight. Certainly some yeah, insight yeah, yes. to uh, what the problems big-handed people. Uh, here, here's the comment I was looking for. Johnny Rypop the Stray Cat. Because uh, Rypop has big hands. He says, I have big, long-ass hands. So not big, long. They're not girthy. Ass. They're yeah. just going for length. They're going for distance. Mm-hmm. They're going for speed. Uh, he says, uh, no problem. No problem. Jay with the two dollar tip says, "Can PSVR one crossplay with PSVR two in game with Zenith?" Uh, yeah, as far as we know, like right, like Jay, uh, Zenith is crossplay with like every headset. If you're no matter where you're playing Zenith, you should be able to play with other people. Mm. Is that all the tips? Did, did we get caught up on tips? Oh no, I have no idea. Blinkoom with the two dollar tip. What up, Blink? Blink, Blink's like about as old school as old school gets. Like I think Blink was watching way before we started covering VR on the channel. That's like six and a half years ago. Pretty crazy shit. Says, uh, so how about that PSVR 2, eh? <laughs> yeah, how about yeah. it, man? How about it? Hopefully you're doing well. I haven't seen your name in a while. Um, God damn, dude. 80,000 people. I feel like I know all of them. 
Uh, Miles, how you feeling about some uh, some PSVR twenty questions? Sure. Uh, but before we do, yeah. can I mention the the painting thing in Horizon? Am I able to mention that? Yeah. Do you remember? Have you, I don't know if we got the photo. Have you got the photo? There's a, there's a photo? On Discord, yeah, that oh says God. it's next to the uh, thumbnail to the village thing on our chat thing. Don't worry if it's an issue. We'll talk about it another time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It always takes some time. It always takes some time. It's all right, well, I'll talk about it. Yeah. So um, anyone that's got Horizon Call the Mountain will know that very, very early on in the game, you come to a little sort of cave area, a little cove area, and there's some paints. And you can paint on the wall. And I just thought, oh, I'll just paint during the live stream. PSVR Valt Parole. It wasn't the official logo, but I just thought I'd paint something nice. And then I've seen on Twitter a lot of people now are painting their logos and things like that. I know there are a lot of game cats out there that are way more talented than me when I think of like the days of rec room building and stuff like that. People can create all sorts of amazing stuff. Um, and I was really impressed with how... Um, with the great tracking, how like the the paintbrush strokes, you can really do different like you know thick splodges, or you can do really thin lines. And so, what I was going to say was, there's no real official way of doing this, but um, between now and next week, next Friday, if you go into uh, into Horizon Call the Mountain, paint something, paint something cool. Don't know what it is, as long as it's suitable, and uh, <laughs> tweet bright. Or not, or not, yeah. uh, and t- t- tweet Brian uh, or I with your images or post them on Discord. I'm trying to think of a central place we could keep it, but I feel like if you tweet us, we can then sort of save them. It'd be good to do, to do a little exhibition uh, next Friday with any awesome designs. I just thought it was something we could try. as a it's, a it's a really cool feature in the game, and I just know there are really talented people out there, so I'd love to uh, see what you can create. Boy, I'm crouched with the two Including you, Brian. Says, see the thumbnail in my video. It shows up well. I think he's he was the one who kicked off this whole uh, hand too big for the sense controllers uh, conversation. Uh, but I'm going to trust you. Mako XL with the Canadian two dollar tip says, no catching up. Can never catch up on tips. And he's right, nice and crispy with the two quid. Says, hey. need to understand why Miles can't close one eye. What was hey, nice and crispy. Was crispy Star tenders? You? I need to jump into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you having trouble closing an eye? What happened? I've just I've just never been able to wink. Yeah, I just haven't. And it's one of those things of if I learned it as a kid, it would have been fine. But now I'm like, maybe it's just like there's no muscle this memory developed. Swimming, like this is it's it's closing one eye and not the other. What what's I, I don't understand what's happened here. I'm not going to demonstrate now because if I do it now, basically if I try and close one eye, the other one sort of closes a little bit. I look like I've got some weird thing going on. Um, so I, I put you I full screen. To... I'm not taking you off full screen until you do it. Nah, nope. basically nope. I'm gonna nope. have to like look up some YouTube tutorials mm-hmm. on how to close one eye. Mm-hmm. Is there any? That <laughs> there has to be a YouTube tutorial on how to close one eye. So yeah, I just need to learn because um, it's a struggle. As I said, when I'm on the bridge in Pavlov, I'm just getting sniped left, yep. right, and center because I can't look. So that's genuinely the truth. I can't close one eye. I, I did train. In uh, the cadets at school, I, I used to shoot a rifle in, in military training and stuff like that. But um, I just would like turn my head so much that I had no choice but to look through one eye as opposed to close. Actually, no, they gave me an eye patch. They gave me an eye patch. I remember now. I don't. I don't believe any of this. I feel like I feel like you're just <laughs> so making true. all of this up no, as you go. They gave me an eye patch. No, it wasn't like a pirate one. It was like a. It looked like a, a, a bandage, more like it, it didn't look glamorous. But they gave me one so I could close one eye when I did target. If it practice. was a pirate one, would you consider that 
glamorous. They called me one eye, two wise Miles Dyer. Oh my god, I'm gonna um, fucking lose <laughs> it. That, that, bit, that, that bit's a lie. That bit's a lie. But everything else is true. <laughs> <laughs> the the alternate history Miles Dyer uh, biography is my favorite read. <laughs> but that is that is all true except the one I took to Wise Dyer. Nice and crispy says this was worth two quid. <laughs> I'm crying, man. It's too funny. Uh, we're gonna do one more tip and then we're gonna get this show on the road. We got uh, Asian Panda five ten X with a five dollar tip says OMG Miles, I bought Thumper because of you. Good job, Miles. And I'm. It makes me nervous when people say this. I, I know that's my role now on the show. Like before, you could say it in the chat as a watcher, and it's like, yeah, we're just recommending stuff. But I know on here, no people go out and do it. I hope you have an amazing time. He says that's not the end of the tip, though. He says I bought Thumper because of you, and I'm on shrooms. OMG, best experience ever! But that first level boss got me so scared, but I powered through it. Nice on one. shrooms. Woo. Also, I have to say, because uh, when we were talking about Thumper in before this all came out, I was mentioning how it was a game that I never got far into because I was always annoyed not getting S ranks, always getting sort of between you know C's and A's and maybe the occasional S. Um, when I played it on PSVR two, just the first stage, uh, the first time, I got all but two S ranks, and I think it must be to do with the great tracking, and I don't know, just. It's a lot, uh, a much smoother experience, so um, I think that comes down to it as well. So I can't wait to, to carry on with it. Miles, are you ready to play some 20 questions? Yeah. No, you're not. I'm just saying, you're not. I, There's no way you can prepare for this. Okay. Because you've, you've got the game, right? I've got the game. Do you have the goods? It's going to be a bit more difficult now when it's like it could be either platform because mm. then it's, I guess you have to do that first before it's like, mm. can it be played with, with um, mm-hmm. you know, joysticks? Um yeah, yeah. Uh, the hunter asked That's my problem, something not yours. on that physical PSVR give- giveaway. Yeah, you missed the winners, uh, but I don't believe you were on it, the hunter. Uh, but thanks for entering. If you if you did win, I'm sorry. I read off all the names and I have zero short term memory, so that's on me. Uh, all right, man. Here we go. I'm going to put uh, six minutes up on the clock, guys. Please help Miles out as best you can. Uh, give him great game suggestions and also good questions. Uh, to ask, I don't, I don't think they're going to help you very much. On your mark, get Des go. Is this available on PSVR two? Yes. Is it only available on PSVR two? No. Okay. Because you're, ta- um, you're you're asking about Steam, right? Yeah, it could be that as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. just making sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, is is combat a major part of this game? No. Okay. Um, is the aesthetic realistic? No, that's not what they're going for. Not realistic. Um. Um. Um, is it is it a sport? Is it a sport? Uh, no, no, that's five. Not a sport. Um, is it a game you're having a really good time with? No. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, man, this is difficult. Um, is it is it is it like um, space themed? No, it's not space themed. Um, are there <laughs> um, are there predominantly puzzles in it? Uh, I wouldn't say predominantly puzzles. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I would I would stay away from okay. the puzzle. Okay. Train here. Okay. I, um, dude, I fucking love Mako's question. I've never even considered using that as a question. Stay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was just, I was just going back to make to, to see. Yeah, I know it's quite a long way to. Um, there's no combat uh, for those that are saying after the fall. Um, um, oh man, this is really really difficult. Um, but is it, it is it also available on PSVR? Yeah, it is on That's PSVR 10. as well. Okay. Um, oh man, this is so difficult. So just to go through it, Game Cats, it's uh, not just on PSVR too. It's also available on PSVR and potentially other platforms. No combat. Uh, they've not gone for realism. It's not a sport. Uh, Brian's not really having a a, a good time with it. Um, it's not space themed. Um, is it? Is it? Is it a music game? No. No, not music. Um, is it? Um, is it like? Um, is it like a world builder? Like a you 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 you're building a, a world a city maybe or a town. Are a lot of, there are a lot of those games on PSVR one miles. Um, I don't know. Yeah, probably not. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man, I was thinking of the uh, PC stuff, not PSVR. Um, oh man. Um. Is this is is this game made by Alchemy? It is. Okay. Um and You you went from this... being nowhere close to being like pretty much there in one question. Well with the space themed I was thinking of Cosmonius High. Um uh, yeah, yeah. but um yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and everyone keeps mentioning it again and again in the chat. Right. Um Oh man, this is really tough now. How do we narrow this down anymore? Um Is this predominantly is, is this a game that would begin with a with a with a J? <laughs> that is an interesting way to narrow it down. We should just yeah. we should just do all twenty questions like this. Does the game begin with an A? Yeah. What about B, C, D, E? Uh, yeah, this does begin with a J. And actually, for real, in future, is that like a no go question? Actually, no. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot more. Yeah. There's a lot more than twenty letters in the alphabet. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> uh, so sorry, um, what was the answer to that? Is is there a, is there a, you is there a J listening. in the beginning? Okay. Uh, the answer is, is the answer, the answer is yes. It's the J in the in yes with fifteen questions. Holy wow! Moly. Job simulator. Holy crap, dude! Again, job yeah. Simulator. Who was first with that? Jeez. I didn't see anybody say job simulator. Uh, I mean, that's not. I haven't been keeping an eye on the chat. But yeah, when, Make, look, when yeah. Mako XL suggested the question, um, has the chat uh, guessed this game yet? 
I, I yeah. scrolled all the way back to see if anybody had said yeah, Japsy. No. And, uh, and, and okay, no Secrets had. of. Yeah. Secrets of was the first one. So uh, well done, Secrets of. Good job. Good job, chat. Good you job, Miles. Good stuff. Um, all right, man. We definitely have to get out of here. Uh, this has been a long show, and, uh, and I've got someone coming over to help me make a video. Yes, it's porn. Nice. It's not porn. Just kidding. Uh, but it is Resident it, Evil tomorrow. It's going to be good. Oh, right. For you. On your channel, youtube.com slash Miles. Okay. Miles is going to be playing I'll put, Resident Evil Village. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put the link in the chat now so anyone can set a reminder for it. Um, nice. I am absolutely terrified for this, but. Yeah, and if you don't already subscribe to Miles, make sure you do. Click the link in the description below. And also, if you want to be part of the best PSVR 2 community out there, uh, because you love PSVR 2 like we do, and you want to talk about it nonstop like we do, make sure you click the link in the description below. Join us on Discord, uh, and we can shoot the shit all weekend long, because I will be there all weekend long, I promise you. Um, guys, thank you to everybody who helps make this channel run uh, from all the... Uh, oh, i got to sneeze. i got to sneeze. Is it going to happen? I can't tell if it's going to happen or not. <gasps> Crap, I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, so unfulfilling. Uh, all the moderators out there who make my job so much easier each and every day. Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry for all of his timestamps. Jamie out for getting this up on podcast services of your choice. Uh, of course, all the cats out there who support us on Patreon.com slash Without Parole Games. All the new YouTube member cats. Uh, plus, God, I know I'm forgetting shit. <laughs> everyone who helped Miles in the chat. Everyone who participated in the chat tonight. And, of course, everyone who watched the show and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. We love you just as much. Let's get out of here, Miles. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm going to be playing Pavlov after this, so if anyone wants to join and have some fun, let's do it. Let's do it. See you guys. Have a great weekend. Oh man, I forgot I forgot how awesome this thumbnail was until it just came back up. I don't know who makes our thumbnails, but they're fucking good, dude. Look at this guy drowning in launch games. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Why didn't play why didn't PlayStation do that as their PSVR marketing on TV? Some guy drowning. I don't know, dude. This channel <laughs> this channel gets real dark sometimes, even when I don't mean it to be. Uh yeah, that was good. Kind of love, love it. it. I love it. Yo, did you say you're gonna bring back clip of the week this week? Dude, clip of the week has returned because there's games to play uh, for the longest time. I just all the clips I was showing for clip of the week when we were doing it months ago was from like four years ago. Like all these clips, like like what, I don't even remember these. It was such a while. Yeah. But there has been some speculation online. Um, it has got out that there was an incident in kayak VR, and I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> but the pressure, the pressure has amounted yeah. in Discord on Twitter, um, and. Uh, to be honest, I had a really good night's sleep after this happened. But every night, the sleep has got worse. And I just realized I, I need to just get it out there so you guys can just get over it. I know I'm not the only one that's done this. Um, so, you know, I'm not proud of it. Yes, you are. Um, it, was when I was test it was when I was testing the stream and Brian was testing it and, uh, like, checking it was working all right. So I knew that I couldn't hide this. This is the, Brian this is the longest setup for Clip of the Week ever. <laughs> can I just play it? Right. <laughs> You can, all right, just play I'm just, I just, I'm not proud of it. Yes, you are. So there we go. So this will be. <laughs> Wish I could hit him with. 
No, I'm actually hitting the wall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sh**! I killed him! Dude. I killed it. Get up! Get up! Oh, my God. I'm just going to try... Just going to get him out. Oh, sh**! <laughs> He's f dead. Get up! Okay, we can never talk about this, Brian. But, um... Yeah, let's 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 not never talk about this. Just don't look back. Oh my god, you are a monster! Everybody, everybody can agrees. I, can I just like, Gecko Man Eleven? The Gamecat says, "Miles, how could you, Looper, the Underground yeah. Gamecat? How dare you? Uh, you got cold yogurt, LFAO. I tried to <laughs> resuscitate it with my paddle. It should have been a game mechanic. I blame the developers for not allowing me to resuscitate with a paddle. I hit it good. And and can I just say, for a peaceful game, mm. it was a lot peaceful mm. uh, after that because I, I don't know what sound penguins make if they chirp or whatever. It was just a lot more peaceful. So, um, you know, swings and roundabouts. Bargelsoft says, I have never seen such disgraceful actions. Uh, Bobby, oh, you're in no, for a treat. Bobby Bananas. No wonder he can't wake. He's a psychopath. <laughs> and that's and that's I how, had a really good sleep that night. That's how we're ending the show for sure. Good night, everybody. Have a great weekend. We love you all. Even.